is Team Let's Jab. This is Sam from the Team Left Jab United Radio Network, and you're listening to the only guys left who have the balls to do a show like Stern, Opie and Anthony, and Imus used to do. The Rob and Slim Show featuring the legendary, iconic Slambo. Warning. The Federal Communications Commission has determined the following content to be emotionally harmful. Young children should not view this content under any circumstances, even if supervised by a parent or guardian. I'm back, and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass! That's how it's done. Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're listening to The Rob and Slim Show with Rob. I do not date Play Jane assistance. Slim. No one loves you like I do. And sometimes the Lamborghini. I love Lady Boys. Internet Radio's finest. Corona come. One side. It arrive on Tuesday. It flew over here on a bad some dude. I put it in stir fry. I give it to the guests. I sew it on Nike. I cook it in the mess. I wash it in dry cream. Give it to more cop. No one suspect me cause I had small cock. They scared. It's bad. Coronavirus is in They mad. 45 minutes I wait here. No, I get each chopstick. I sorry, but I have it and you have it. Oh, you ate it when I made it in chicken and terrory. I guess you should have ordered some Mickey D's risen. I have Coro. And you have Coro. And we have Coro. Everybody have Coro. Serena have Coro. Justin have Coro. Taylor have Coro. Jesus have Coro. Corona. In California, we got a draw now. They have Corona. Every shitty wall that we build get knocked down by Mongolian. Airport, check if he brack. He could be a road man wearing mask. In fact, keep an eye on the brack IP. Could be BTS with a fake IP. And the Cosby's could have Corona. Take his crows off. Could be Kim Jong in disguise. Throw rice from the plane to terrify Obama's rear Asian. They brag. They could have Corona Because they were really Arab Which also means Asian Could be wearing fake face Which means they're black But they created their race I got another Chinese Obama So they all got Ebola And black people are Chinese men Corona's not a Mexican alcohol It's all of Africans I had Corona na, 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 na. You had Corona Obama had Corona Kanye had Corona With me had Corona Tupac had Corona 
Giga Higa, Harry Bora, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and Carmarone have Corona. Chinese dry cleaning in Arizona have Corona. Every shitty wall that we build get knocked down. Row no rah rah. You have Corona. Some corona, we all have corona. We need a big sauna and some Asian donuts. Tommy had corona, Mary had corona, Zach has Ebola, Trini had corona. Wait, no, she Asian, so that means she really black. No, no, if she really black, then that means she really Asian. No, if she Asian, then she black. But then she really Asian again because no, she was she black, black before she was Asian. Asian. No, she, she was black because she In this corner, he's known as the Slamberdini. That's right, he breaks walls at 198 pounds. Give it up for our intern on the Robin Slim Show. This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Hey, guys, this is RJ Mitty, and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. This is Carrie Frylock Means, and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show, fools. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Michael Mahone. Yum, 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 Hey, it's Kevin Wiseman, actor, musician. You're listening to the Rob and Slim Show. And Slambo, asterisk, in parentheses. He's not really part of the show. Let me see bare bottom. Let's see them balls. Come on. Dicks ahoy. It's showtime. And I don't mean a bad impression of HBO. I mean time for a show. The fuck's going on? Where's, uh, how's, uh, has the dress sold any masks? Yeah, I've sold so many of them, you wouldn't even believe the numbers because it's so high of a number that I can't even, like, There was say only it. six of them, right? Yeah, no, I had that shit mass produced. Oh. Yeah. Like the virus? Yeah, just like the virus. Fuck yeah. I spread it the same way. Where's the, where's the coronavirus updates? Where's the articles? Did you get them? Uh, That's fucking, I do. Well, what was the one you found first, which was about the uh, the, the mayor of, uh, what was it, uh, Belmar? Yeah. Jersey, I don't think that's in a group, but that just said he uh, had long... The other one's at the top. At the top. All right, slim. they're right... Holy shit. Gotcha. No. Right there. There. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so click it. All right. So it opens. Right? Yeah, no, but was it the mayor of Belmar had long-term antibodies? Yeah. So uh, he had this shit forever, which is what I said. I fucking well, he said he said in like November, late November, yeah. early December that he was in Atlantic City um, for like a meeting or something, and that week he got really, really fucking sick, like fever, hallucinations, yep. all this shit. And That's he said he I called am. a doctor, and they're just like, "Ah, oh, you just got a bad case of the flu." Yep. And so he just like fought it off, and then now like months later. Um, he was with his uh, a physician or whatever, getting a physical, and he's like, "Hey, doc, can you test me for these antibodies?" I want, I'm and dying to get that test done because I know I had the same fucking shit. I was delirious. Yeah. I called out. I don't even know how the poor manager like understood me at work. I felt like I was just like, 
I hadn't slept all night. Whenever I got fever, I'd just take, like, ten showers. Like, every hour I'm going in the shower, thinking that's going to fix me. But, like, yeah. Remember, I was up all night. I couldn't sleep at all. And I'm like, no, there's no way I can go to work. So, yeah. Yeah, that so that was definitely it. Especially with we're, we're so close to Atlantic City. If that dude was in yeah. Atlantic City and, and got it, like... like 40 minutes north, so, right. like, that's that's right around the corner of it, too. So. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the thing, like you said earlier, he had the long term, because I guess there's, like, antibodies you get, like, oh, yeah. right away, like, a week after so that, or, like, weaker, yep. and he had these antibodies that were, like, the strong ones that you develop over time. Fuck yeah, because so. he's a strong motherfucker. Because he's a strong Could motherfucker. Could he have been born with right. that shit, or what? Uh, according to some other article I found with some fucking crying kid in New Jersey, was like, stop saying you have coronavirus. Yeah, that's it's not right. He's fake Me Too coronavirus. Yeah. Fuck. And what was this one? Uh, Sam Nemo from uh, Team Love Jab that we're on. And uh, yeah, real shout out real quick. I don't know if I did it last weekend or the week before, but they're both up. I did uh, Sam, one of his shows. I did an interview with him at, hash, at uh, Team underscore Left Jab on Twitter and TC Ristani at After Hours TC. I did uh, the, both of their shows last week, uh, last week or the week before, and they're both up. They're both really good. Because it was me. Of course they're fucking good. If it was you, it would be like, oh, It would be boring. Yeah, yeah, I'll check that out. If it was Slambo, yeah, no. But uh, what's this one? Yeah, Sam posted this. Coronavirus researcher on the verge of a breakthrough killed in suspected murder-suicide. Wow, that That's crazy, spicy. though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fucking what the fuck? The University of Pittsburgh researcher on the verge of a breakthrough in understanding the coronavirus was shot dead in his home, according to a report. Bing Liu, 37, was allegedly killed inside his Pittsburgh area uh, townhouse Saturday by a man who then went outside to his car and shot himself. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, and that sounds like, yeah, somebody, like, hired. doesn't want, yeah, somebody that was yeah. hired and, like, hey, now you got to, like, commit suicide after you do this or brainwashed or some shit. Even my oldest son, and it was cool to hear him say that the other day. I talked to him on the phone the other day, and he's like, Daddy, he's like, I was watching a YouTube video, and uh, he said something about it being, uh, created in a lab and i kind of believe that i'm like oh yeah i believe that completely dude because you eat a fucking uh, they've been eating fucking bats for hundreds of years over there it's a delicacy just like we eat chicken and fucking pork and whatever and that's not the first time someone could have eaten undercooked shit and if you did eat that you you get really sick you you might die but the whole world isn't gonna fucking die there's no fucking way there's no way it's a dude ate that fucking and, and there was a, a netflix like special that i watched that uh, coronavirus explained and apparently for years they've had these guys that go into caves in china and they just like extract viruses from bats and apparently nice. the coronavirus is very similar to a bat virus they found years ago, but they like kind of, they said they wrote it off because it was like, oh, it can't affect humans, but it's like 96% the same as what the coronavirus is. So they think oh. that it mutated, but these yeah. dudes had this thing in a lab. So I have a very important <laughs> coronavirus update. Ryder saw uh, the too many rapes for the past few weeks and she just said, your hair is not okay. She said, you need to shave that. It made me laugh yeah, even when I wrote it. It, it is bad. Said, and then like, when I go okay. to work, I try to like slick it back and it's terrible i got the, the long shitty like sideburns here hold on it's so bad oh, this is like after wearing a hat too oh that's beautiful yeah it's i don't know that's still not as bad as it was some of the other weeks I mean, yeah I don't well i don't know because some of the weeks i did put some like uh pomade or something in there and i like slick it back yeah um i think it was yeah. those weeks it's yeah probably really like those weeks it's just Terrible. She said it is just not okay. And I was thinking like maybe next week or one of these weeks because you're overdue. I think we need a COVID-19 survival quarantine smoothie. 
Yeah, I, I was thinking that the other day too. Yeah, I, I haven't done it through all the shit I bought that I didn't eat, yeah. or I did try and it was just disgusting. I, I still have I like six cans of cream corn I haven't oh, opened yet, yeah, so those like are that perfect. Shit, no, for... I, you like that too much. Oh, all right. I don't think ramen noodle, just like the flavor packages at least. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll figure. <laughs> I'll figure it out. How's new Slambo? How's he doing? He's uh, he's, he's really he's covering done. up too over yeah. there. I like him. He's he's good. He's. I've been uh, keeping him in my room all week. Of course. Yeah, just kind of you know, pile of clothes. Pile so of cum. Every day I'd, I'd I'd wake up and he'd just be looking at me, and I tell him come closer. You know, and it's the usual stuff. But yeah, now he was a little like out of air today, so I you know I, I added some air. <laughs> I, I added why. some air to him. Um, <laughs> before we started the show, blew him oh, up a has little. Has he been doing shit? Has he been like getting ready, like doing like fucking bits and like. I assume so. He doesn't talk much. Why not? Every now and then he'll just say shit like, you know. Like what? <laughs> like he'll just be like, you know, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna put a. What well, you had to ask questions? Like, I thought you had to ask I don't know, questions. What, what, what have you been? What have you been up to, uh, New Slambo? I'm jerking off, baby. It's all over. <laughs> Slamo, uh, do you have any bits with, uh, I, mean, I don't know, maybe like, you always do cool food things, maybe uh, sour cream, is there anything you do with that? I'm gonna put oh, sour you. cream all over your bunghole, baby! Yeah! Fuck yeah, Slamo. Uh, are you scared of the virus, though? You're wearing a mask. And, uh, no, like, what, you know, we're glad you're taking precautions, but are, are you scared? Is, is it gonna get worse? Oh, yeah! Yeah! Ooh, I guess so. Confirmed yes. by Doctor Slambo. Doctor Slambo. Oh fuck! What's the best way to get rid of this? Is, is there anything like we could do to, to to you know prevent the virus from spreading? Just gargle. I want to hear you gargle, baby. Okay. Just do it. All right. It's gargling just kills the virus. All right. Yeah. Vi coronavirus gone. Right. You happy now? Is uh, I don't know. I don't think there's anything else we you could say right now that. Anything you want you you got going on there? Just keep on talking. I'm really honing. Oh, all right. <laughs> it's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard him cough. Was that a cough, Doctor Slambo, or, or was it something else? I don't know. Did you just burp from your vagina? Because that makes me horny. Yeah. No, I asked you if you made a noise. I don't have a vagina, Doctor Slambo. I don't know. Uh, Slamma, did, did you make a noise just now? Or something. Is there, is there anything you, you need to do to, to Slim, like to, to help him, I don't know, get through this these hard times? Oh, I'd brush that butthole in my beard. Oh, you brushed the butthole brush. That's good. That's good, Slamma. Thank you so much. We week. love having you back. And, uh, you know, you're always, you're always a blast to have on and to talk to. And yeah. I don't know how you keep things fresh like this, but you, you're, you're a gem. You're, you're, you're a real. Uh, your real uh, asset to the show. I'm the gift that keeps on giving, baby. I like that you have your own sound effects when you talk, yeah, too. that's really cool. <laughs> You're great, Slam. You're really well produced. It's one thing I know about you, my friend. Oh, fuck. I just love it in every video, every video you saw it last week. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> oh, fuck. What's going on tonight? I got a... I got a... Uh, Andy Vince Goyak on uh, RJ Mitty coming back Got uh, Rebecca Rose Venegro And Jimmy Ward Hollywood Jimmy Ward Awesome it's Awesome Awesome Can't wait for that What else is going on uh, Slim I don't, I don't got much man. You don't I've have been, any interviews I've been, You've been doing nothing 
Uh, no, I, I've been playing old like PlayStation One games. Every I just week. beat so you, every did week. You watch the fucking movie I gave you. The fucking no, I was gonna James last Hunter night Bob. and then I just didn't. Fuck. But I will. I have to watch that because no, it does don't. sound amazing. No, I, I have to watch don't. that and I still have to watch The Hunt as well. Yeah, you do because um, I have Steve on. I, I think next week. Okay, so that I'll so, watch. No, you're not. That I'll watch tonight, drunk, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll remember all. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I, th- I figured you'd just be fucking Slambo. Well, it, between that and playing old PlayStation 1 games. You know. Make your badge all weird okay, and crazy. Well, yeah, he does, my okay. dick! That's wow. what he does. He yeah. makes my badge all weird and crazy with his dick. All the time. Oh, goddamn. <sighs> yes, yes. Just good to have him here. It's yeah. really nice. It's if good it's having a third mic. You know. The old gang's back together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We really missed him. I feel like we could take on Scott Bayo and... and his trolls and this kind of a, <laughs> as long as we have Slambo backing us up with uh, all his sweet limbs I like his real skinny legs he's got real real scrawny legs he does yeah his pants fell off last week that was that was cool was everybody, it? everybody got to see. Does every, he have a uh, hole? Does he have a butt hole? No, he's got no, no, he doesn't. He's <laughs> so nothing. what did you fuck Just on him? Flat. <laughs> Just jerked off. <laughs> I made a hole. God, that's disgusting. Why he was out of air? Ugh. <laughs> I'm out of fucking everything. I'm going to break. What is uh anything else? Nah, I got nothing. What are you playing on on your, uh, your yeah, mini my little old... my little mini PlayStation? I Ugh. hacked it. I have like a terabyte of old classic games. I just beat you a game called. You could have a brand a... new system. You could have a brand new system. Yeah, but that but costs have... money. This is free. So, oh. Well, it, well, it would cost originally when I bought it like two or three years ago. I guess it was a, a little. It's a lot. But y- how many have you bought? You bought like fucking 12 fucking minis. Yeah, so I got the Sega, I got the uh, NES, the Super NES, I got the PlayStation Classic, and I just ordered the um, Tobro uh, Graphics and Mini. And how much is all that bullshit put together? It's probably a lot. It's probably more well, than the a Tober, fucking the, PS4. The Tobro Graphics the ter- Mini to- is 100. Is a, is a t- Tobro. A Tobro uh, Graphics is a uh, 100 bucks for that Mini. But it hasn't like taking doesn't, the money out yet and I haven't gotten it, it you're not getting that thing probably not <laughs> it's fuck <laughs> just it's not even real all the uh, manufacturers died of coronavirus so you, you know why because... they don't make those anymore because they have cool new systems you don't I need, don't need a cool yes new you system. do I have an expensive PC so when I want to play you know newer games I play on my PC and then like, how do you the play Spider-Man the... how do you play Spider-Man only I, on PlayStation I don't I do exactly. need to play that but here's exactly. the problem though with these newer games for whatever reason like I can play like I can sit down and get into these classics but like I bought that Star Wars game and I thought it was really fucking fun I played like four hours of it and just never got back to it I don't know what it is i just can't i can't get into the the new stuff because you're not cool you're yeah not that cool. could be part of it i'm no i am cool i'm retro Ugh, yeah. that's not cool that's fucking garbage <laughs> it's not garbage i'm retro it's that's trash. cool i'm like it's the like original or white trash i'm like the original <laughs> hipster it was the hipster before hipsters were Ugh, hipsters hipsters aren't cool no but i am no you're not like a cool hipster <laughs> i'm a retro hipster <laughs> Real old-fashioned Real old-fashioned. I just play, you know, Sega uh, Genesis games. That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> they're, they're better, though. I don't know, man. I'd rather just sit down Bad and play graphics. a game no, no that voices. I can beat in, like, a couple hours. You know, I could have a couple of drinks, and I could just, you know, play a 2D platformer. Why don't you just like, get a crossword that puzzle that book, then? Or a fucking I'm little handheld for that. poker. I'm not like, smart whatever. for that chick. Uno. Like, you're like an old man. 
Who like knows? Why don't you play shuffleboard? Like my fucking father. I was thinking of my father. My father for years. Like Solitaire. all he would do. Like I no. It was it was back at Gannam. Back at him online, and that's all he fucking did. Like I would go over to see him on the weekend, and he would like get home from work and just sit on the computer and play. Get like, out of here! I'm playing backgammon. Yeah, Slim, against, go to the basement. Against like people online. What the fuck? Yeah, that is a and weird old dad thing to do. Yeah, or watch us old shows that are just shitty and that's the way you would do that. Anymore. Or you would do movies like old, uh, oh. like uh, science fiction movies it's from like, like the eighties. All 80s. dads do that. Yeah. Like, I don't understand that shit. It's like you know that shows not anymore because it's it's there's there's new stuff. There's well, new you're stuff. a dad. You're you're not doing that yet. No, uh, you're not in the you're not in the old dad category. I think I'd, like, kill myself if I ever, <laughs> sometimes even on the radio if it's like a song is too old. I'm like I, I'm, it's like a dad song. I can't listen to this <laughs> shit. I need some fucking party rock. Need some fucking cool shit. Need some fucking Juice World or some shit. Ain't listening to fucking I don't know what Journey. I ain't listening to that Journey. shit. Fuck that. Fuck some Mario Speedwagon. Listen, fuck some. I'm listening to some new shit. Listen, some Rucka. Rucka Rucka Ali. He needs to do some new songs. I like the other videos. I like the videos he's doing for the Corona songs. Cause first he just puts them out with just audio. Oh, okay. And then he'll do like a video. So the last time we played it, it was just the audio. Oh, okay. The videos definitely make it better. Yeah. Yeah, he does a good job of kind of making everything like match with the words and stuff. And like, I love that like during the uh, Corona, na 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 na, he's got like a bunch of fucking Chinese guys dancing. Yes, <laughs> good shit. Yes, he does. We should have Chinese guys in the background. We should. We should have Slambo doing something too. We should. What are you gonna do, Slambo? Slambo, you gonna do anything for us? Probably not. Is he? I think you have to ask him again. Slambo, are you going to do anything for us? Come on, man. This glass shards everywhere, baby! They're in my dick hole! He got glass right. shards he in his put dick glass hole. shards in his dick hole. Oh, that's yeah. good. Oh, that's a good bit. <laughs> that is I good. guess on that, we could probably go on break. Yeah, like. I think it is uh, break time. Where's uh, my break shit? We'll be back in a few with uh, Drizzings and Too Many Rapes. Yeah. Here we go. This, 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 this is Hollywood actor Steve Coulter. Uh, uh, and I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Rob and Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob is the old one. <laughs> it's like 75. How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when he and Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. He had Pokemon cards. Yeah. He, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box you. had three, three puppies, but my dick was inside it. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you. Who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night, or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? 
hit pause on the porn, and visit me on riderdoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey, I'm Jack. And I'm Christina. And we're the hosts of the Just Conversation podcast. A show where we critically think and discuss all sorts of exciting topics. From the big pressing issues like artificial intelligence, space exploration, and government takeovers. To the small ones like pollution in Pokemon, time traveling cat people, and the portal we found in my backyard. And we misinform all the time. Yeah, it's great. We're uncensored, politically incorrect, and childish. Catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and all your podcasting apps. And remember to take nothing personal. It's just conversation. Are you worried there's not enough sauce, gravy, topping, dip, or syrup on your food? then why not swing over to Drizzlebees today and let our patented Drizzologists give you their professed drizzle opinion. Drizzlicious. Drizzlebees. We're located outside of every Applebee's in the Florida Panhandle. Bring out your food from there to us and we'll drench it to our liking with chocolate syrup, gravy, mayo, mustard, maple syrup, caramel, marmalade, molasses, ketchup, a1 sauce, and now at selected locations, strawberry syrup, drizzle bunga. Come on your birthday and drizzle your own dinner, but beware, you may overload your taste sensory organs. Drizzlebees is not affiliated with Applebee's. All products contain fiber, which is good for your colon. It's a good song. It's an fucking amazing easy song. Street. It's an easy street. Fucking need some more fucking Walking Dead. I need that finale. Where the fuck is the Drizz things? I, I guess yeah. I need that. I don't know who the fuck needs that shit. But yeah, everybody needs it. It fends off the corona. Yeah. Ugh. Is that proven? Yeah, scientifically. By who? By the scientist. I heard they're all Trump haters. Yeah, yeah they aren't too big fans of the Trump stir. Are you? Yeah. I'm a hero, right? I like his hair. Are they friends of the Drizzter? Yeah, y'all fucking, of course. Drizzter for president. And now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits. All night, big boy. If it's all right. 
I wanna kick it with you all night, all night. Have a good time, ain't gotta worry cause it's alright. It's alright, all night and all night and all night, baby. Don't be shy, don't be shy, don't be shy, baby. Alright, all night and all night. Ain't gotta worry cause it's alright, it's alright. It's alright, it's okay. Everybody gonna say what they wanna say. Players gonna play when they wanna play. Long way. Only for one night like Luther Mandorse, right? No way, daddy fat sacks don't skip no days. To eat her, meet her, greet her. Treat her like a queen, then I give her that Peter. Jack, that's how we procreate. Take care of my babies. I'ma cope the weight. I'ma carry the load. And I'm win the bread as well. No tricking off with my girl. You're chicken all on my girl. So thick with all of her curves. Plus she got a mind on her own. Street smart. Book smart. Built by design for me. Gotta hold her up cause she always holding me down. Like a bank robber with a note. Give it to the teller. So she know we ain't fucking around. It's something about that company. I send for you if you come for me. Come for me. If it's alright. I wanna kick it with you all night. All night. Have a good time. Ain't gotta worry cause it's alright. It's alright. All night. And all night. And all night. Baby. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Don't be shy baby. All night. And all night. Ain't gotta worry cause it's alright. It's alright. It's alright. It's okay. I've been feeling good. Now nigga feeling great. Started as a little hood nigga from Savannah. Then I moved to the A. Ah, dirty, dirty. She we grow up on bogus and thirties. Sucking up game like wet vac. Put it out, ate it up, get it right back. They ain't worthy. Sometimes I think they don't deserve me. Big cold as the ice in your nightcap. Hit you with your bonnet on my night lamp. We don't discriminate. We just want you to participate. It takes two to tango. Now where the day go? This ain't that same old, same old, old same shit. We done switched it up like a plain clothes. 5-0-12. Same code, my flow, hell stay froze. It's something about that company I send for you if you come for me. Come for me if it's alright. I wanna kick it with you all night, all night. Have a good time, ain't gotta worry cause it's alright. It's alright, all night and all night and all night, baby. Don't be shy, don't be shy, don't be shy, baby. All night and all night. Ain't gotta worry cause it's alright. It's alright. I just wanna boogie with you. With you. Do anything that you wanna do. Wanna do, girl. I just want to boogie with you, with you, with you, ah, I just want to boogie with you, buggy with you, do anything that you want to do, want to do, girl, I just want to boogie with you, with you, with you, whoa, if it's alright, I want to kick it with you all night, all night, have a good time, ain't gotta worry cause it's alright, it's alright, all night and all night and all night, baby. Don't be shy. 
Don't be shy. Don't be shy, baby, all night and all night. Ain't gotta worry cause it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> it's That's a good, good song. <laughs> good song that Jizz butchered. <laughs> Yo, I made yeah. that good song better. <laughs> Got too many rapes after rapes. Tales from Rapesville Part 1, which I guess means there's more parts. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm sure there will be. Where's uh, that? I got my volume up. Cool. Officer Greaser. After Phantom Boner toured Ghost Bat last week, Rapesville has started to settle down a bit. The team all started doing their own things without a proper education, having vocabulary of a toddler, and possessing the strength of 30 men. The only thing President's tube stakes could do for Greaser was make him a public officer. This is the tale of Officer Greaser. War finally over, and the planet saved. Captain Francis Tubestakes of Rape Force seized control of the White House using the documents signed by Tronel Dump, forfeiting the entire country to him. He renamed it the United Rapes of America, beginning a new era never before seen. This is the story of After Rapes. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Oh, me work beat. Downtown Rapesville is cesspool. Me take three shits in back of three stores, then get call to check out doctor office. Someone say doctor drug them, then they wake up with cummy asshole. Me see what happening. Officer Greaser arrived at his first official police call ever. He entered the dimly lit back alley clinic to find Daxter sitting at a desk. Oh, hey, Greaser, buddy. It's great to see you again. Oh. It not good, rape doctor. Someone say, you make them sleepy, then fuck them. <laughs> of course, motherfucker, that's what I do, and that's what they come here for. If I had enough tranquilizers, I'd put you to sleep right now and rape your hairy asshole. <laughs> oh, that right. Me forgot. Let, just let me see your medical certificate and me go. Here it is, baby. Look that over. Oh, this expired. May me have to arrest you now, Daxter. Oh, come on, bitch. There's gotta be something we can do to make this all right. Wink. Wink. 
And with that, Officer Greaser grabbed a syringe off Daxter's desk, put him to sleep, and raped him. Leaving him bent over his desk, horribly gaped and with a butthole full of gorilla glue. He then got back in his police car and hit the streets. Oh, me glad doctor extend his license. Oh, uh, me get noise complaints. Me go check this out now. Officer Greaser arrived at the next call and kicked the door of a seedy apartment clear of its frame. A startled phantom boater greeted him. Yo, 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 motherfucker! That was my door! Yeah. <laughs> oh, me police officer now. Me do that kind of shit. People call and say you make too much noise. Yo, 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 that's because I'm working on this dope new track. Listen to this shit. The other day, I was speeding. I was going like 90 in a residential area, which is about 25 miles per hour. And I was going like fucking 90. And I got pulled over by a cop. And he was like, yo, Driz. And I was like, yo, what's up, cop? He's like, here's a ticket. And I was like, yo, that's fucking it. And he was like, yeah, that's fucking it. I was like, what do you mean that's it? So it still didn't work. I was just trying to get raped by a cop. That's it, I just wanted that cop stick in my fucking ass I wanted him pounding and coming in that ass But I guess going fucking 90 over in a residential area wasn't enough So the next day I went to a liquor store I had two fucking pistols and I held them up to the guy And I was like, yo, call the cops And he was like, alright So he called the cops and the cop got there And he was like, hey Driz And I was like, yo, what's up cop? He was like, here's a ticket I was like, what the fuck is this? He was like, this is a robbery ticket I'm like, yo, what, what the fuck, man? I just want to get raped by a cop and they keep giving me tickets. I fucking hate cops. Yeah, that's right. I fucking hate cops. So day three, I went to a fucking nursery. I fucking killed a bunch of kids. And I was like, yo, I just killed these kids. Call the cops. The cops showed up. He gave me a ticket. I was like, what the fuck is this? He's like, this is your ticket for killing kids. I was like, what the fuck? You don't give a guy a ticket for killing kids. You're supposed to rape them. Gotta fucking hate cops. Why do I just keep getting tickets and not a fucking dick in my ass? Yeah. Oh, me fix that right now, Phantom Boner. <laughs> Officer Greaser proceeded to rape Phantom Boner. When he finished, he fell asleep in his police car. The next morning, when he arrived at the White House to report to President Tubestakes... And the Fimbot. Uh, hey, Greaser, you damn dirty ape. How's the police life treating you? Oh, it good, Frankie. Me get lot of bribe. job you hairy piece of shit we figured this was the right job for you oh thank you fembot but is that too many bribe no you silly monkey but that is too many rapes
good. <laughs> I like. I love <laughs> Officer Greaser. It's amazing. I want a spinoff series just following around Officer Greaser and his uh, adventures. I almost rehashed Greaser's Heroes to do another Greaser Heroes, but I was like, oh yeah, let's do Tales from Rapesville. And we just do one on each character. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! I don't know what next week. It's either going to be Daxter or Driz, probably. Phantom Boner. That's right. He's not the Driz in in Two Marys. He's Phantom Boner. That's the character he plays. Got no it's not cock. Really him. Yeah. Ooh, the real mate's got a penis. It's a nice big one too. You've never proved it. You've never proved it to Dr. Slambo. No, I've proved it all over the world. And of course I've proved it to Dr. Slambo. It's been in his mouth several times. I've gave him a mouthful of Driz. Drizzle. Drizzle. all over that chest hair. Just drizzles out. He's got to pick that drizzle out of that chest hair for weeks. He's got to pick it out. It's real sticky. It's hard to get out. It's not just like one shower that gets that out of your chest hair. It's like a couple showers. Sounds like a doctor's sh- sh- visit to the show. Yeah. Should get a documentary. You guys should do a documentary together for Netflix. Were you writing a Driz documentary? I did. I wrote a page. I have. I oh, think I, think I, I have like two it. pages of like Driz documentary. I was like, dude, I got to do this, and then like I, I just writing is tough. Um, <laughs> I, I can only imagine. Like, yeah, I can't do this. this One day, I'll read the uh, the the two uh, two pages. <laughs> <laughs> what is this called? Just juicy mentory? Uh, I don't. I, I don't remember. I think it might have just been a. Dri- yeah, it, I don't think I gave it a name. I think it was just a documentary about the Driz and about his rap career and his rise and fall and like Eating all that. Light. Thought out chicken nuggets. Yeah, he doesn't have a microwave. Like, he yeah. just like lets him. It's a lot about how like everybody just like hates him, but like he doesn't understand why anybody hates him, and then he just like raps about terrible shit, and you know, that's yeah. what it was. It's kind of boring. It wasn't really any good, so like, so I only got like two <laughs> two pages oh, into it. You have to read. It's this. Got like too serious at some point, and it's like, ah, this isn't working. We need to read yeah. slam like back real to dark. read it. I think there was like a. A page or a couple paragraphs about his father. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand oh, where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> it uh, got too dark for me. I had to, st- I had to step away from Stop. it. Where I was like, this is just too you dark. Re- you gotta finish this shit. <laughs> We're going on break. We'll be back with Drizzle News and celebrity news and gossip. I actually got to be honest, no, and yeah. I'm probably going to sound really dumb for this, but I don't even know what timeshare is. You're getting a timeshare then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sign you up. Time share. Uh, <laughs> All right. I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Good old timeshare slim over there. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? You want to go to Cabo? I got a place for you in Cabo. 2500 a year. That sounds good. <laughs> sign him up. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshiping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill. So you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. 
And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. The Childhood Home A stroll down memory lane for some. For others, a window into the darkness of the past. Lost Hollow Constable Graham Gordon just walked through the door of his abandoned childhood home for the first time in 20 years. Now he may never escape. From the mind of horror author Isaac Thorne comes a brand new novel of dark terror. The Gordon Place. Family means never having to say you're sorry. Available from IsaacThorne.com and retailers everywhere. Just so you know, this show is about scary stuff. So don't say I didn't warn you guys. And remember, don't be scared. Murderous Miners brings true tales of children who have killed. Premeditated murders, accidental killings and deaths, from toddlers to 18-year-old killers, no one is too young to take a life. Join me, War Baby, as I try to tell these stories of the young who've killed, the lives they took, and even the ones who've been left behind. Why do children kill? What do we do with young killers? And do they kill again? Until next time, don't be scared. Hey kids, do you like toys, mascots, and syrup? Then bug your parents to bring you down to Drizzlebees today and meet the Drizz. Yo, 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 I'm the motherfucking Drizz, bitches. Come down to Drizzlebees, and I'll squirt some chocolate syrup in your motherfucking mouth, bitches. And play with the shitty doctor office toys. We that wooden thing with the metal tracks that you push the wood with the holes through? But this is my nizzle. And now try Drizzlebees Delivers for fat-ass shut-ins. The Drizz is not affiliated with Drizzlebees. Drizzlebees sauces will cause anal leakage. Fuck yeah! That was a fucking smooth-ass fucking transition. Where the fuck's Drizzle News? It's right here. Sure, that All the Drizzle smooth. News you can ever want. What do we got? What do we got? Go down, go down. Man, I'm trying to read. I don't even remember. One of these was like definitely, definitely, definitely a teen quality. Definitely, uh, uh, was policeman, taser. There's more men arrested. Men arrested. That's the bottom one. The one on the bottom, yeah. Okay. And then sausage, quality sausage. Quality sausage. Nothing like a good quality sausage. Teen couple. All right. Can't go wrong with a good teen couple. Man, quality sausage, teen couple. Fuck. Those together. Drizzle news. Good to go. Get a sip. Sip my drink first. Gotta get all moist. Gotta get all. This is what uh, Justin Roiland taught us uh, a while back. You gotta get all moist. Mm-hmm. I need uh, a lot, of, like three tubes of chapstick too. 
Carmax, whatever the fuck that is. The one you squirt <laughs> on your yeah. lips. And then I need pups. I need you really need to get some pups in here. Yeah. Alright. After trying to quarantine on a private Disney Island, Driz. Too bad it wasn't Disney. You could have probably got a little money out of that. Yeah, I charged him like one million. Okay. Orange County deputies have arrested a man they say was living out his quarantine on a shuttered Disney World Island. Tell authorities it was a tropical paradise. Maybe he was right, Driz. Maybe he was right. I mean, he was quarantined. There was nobody else there, so I don't know what the problem is. Orange County Sheriff's deputies found Richard McGuire on Disney's Discovery Island on Thursday, Thursday, Thursday for the win. According to an arrest report, he said he'd been on a private island since Monday or Tuesday and had planned to camp there for a week. Deck McGuire sounds like he was born in Disneyland. Maybe, maybe he should have invited some friends. Maybe they couldn't have driven away the McGuire army. You ever think about that, Jiz? Not till you said it. Well, now you did, and now it's in your head. Now you're going to be going to that fucking island, aren't you, motherfucker? Yeah. You going to have any friends there? You can do a little fucking concert. Sold that concert on that Disney. Yeah, of course I am. You should claim the yeah. whole fucking park and rename it Disneyland. You ever think about that, you son of a bitch? Now until you said it, now I thought about it, and now Disneyland's going to be Disneyland. Sounds like a good idea, yeah. right, motherfucker? You got a good point there, Driz. Discovery Island has been the site of a zoological park before the island was closed to the public in 1999. What the fuck? 1999? Isn't it 2020, Chris? Yeah. What went wrong there? Was that like Jurassic Park? I think so. There was a lot of dinosaurs and shit there, and they were like, we can't let this go into the 2000s. Yeah, well, he yeah. didn't know it was a restricted area. Despite there being num- numerous, no trespassing sites. Maybe you can't read this, right? You can't yeah. read. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, like, people discriminate about against people that can't read. I don't understand why. If it says no trespassing and I can't fucking read it, I don't know I'm trespassing. Well, he was charged with trespassing, yeah. motherfucker, so take that to the bank and smoke it. Yeah, it's fucked up. If he can't read, he doesn't know he's trespassing. Yeah. You got a good point there, Jersey. You got a good point. Yo, the rides in Disneyland are gonna be dope. Got a good point there, Driz. <laughs> Quality sausage forced employees to come to work sick. Families claiming wrongful death suit, Driz. Yeah, you could do a lot if your sausage is quality. Get your yeah. fucking sick ass to work, right? I gotta need these quality sausages. That doesn't sound like quality, Driz. That sounds like covid <laughs> The family of Quality Sausage Company employee who died from COVID-19 has filed a wrongful death lawsuit against the meat packaging company, new documents say. Have you ever packaged yeah. meat, Driz? Yeah, I always package my meat. Hugo yeah. Dominguez died on April 25th after he contracted the disease at the West Dallas plant for the win. The lawsuit alleges the family claims the company was negligent toward its employees and uh, wants the company to be held liable for Dominique's death. Yo, it's not their fault he got the COVID-19. He could have got that from anyone. Employees, yeah. including Dominique Weez, were made to keep coming to work. Even when they told supervisors they were sick according to the lawsuit. Otherwise, they were told they would be laid off. 
Well, that's the only way to get the quality sausage out there, right, Tris? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And the other thing with this is you're not getting no COVID-19 from a quality sausage. You ain't getting paid to have COVID-19. You're getting paid to put out those quality sausages. That's He's right. He's a victim of a workplace which gave more importance to profits than human life. Isn't that all of them, Tris? Yeah. The plant refused to take the pandemic seriously. They were jokingly about it. They were just, like, fucking... Tickling each other in the ribs and just laughing it up, right, Chris? Yeah. They're like, look at that asshole fucking shaking and fucking coughing all over the place. He looks like Michael J. Fox. He's shaking so hard yeah. in that fever. Look at that. They were like, you should just put a quality sausage in his ass. Why don't you yeah. just put out some more quality sausage? That'll make you feel better, you motherfucker. Yeah. Stop fucking coughing blood everywhere. Employees are also not given personal protective equipment, nor asked to maintain six feet distance from each other. And according with CDC guidelines and Dallas County Judges Clay Jenkins orders, the lawsuit alleges creating an unsafe work environment for the wind, Driz. Yeah, why should you have to ask somebody to stay six feet? Shouldn't they just know at this point to stay six feet apart from each other? Got a good point there, Driz. Yeah. Don was uh, one of two employees in the planet died after testing positive for COVID-19. Carlos Aquinta of Essenia in America said during news conference held on April 28th. That's... Yeah. Sounds like Don McQueen's got a little queen. That sounds like last month, not this one. Hired, uh, teen couple hired hitman to take out stepfather after he found him in bed, cops say. Yeah. Eh? What else are you gonna do, man? He You're saw fucking... us fucking. You gotta yeah. get rid of this motherfucker That's like this. Yeah. A Pennsylvania couple has admitted to plotting an elaborate murder fire scheme over Snapchat after girl's father caught them in bed together. Isn't that the best place to find a hired yeah. hitman, Chris? That's why I plot all my elaborate schemes of the, through Snapchat. You already yeah. got Snapchat. Why not find a hitman over there? Yeah. Police state, pol- uh, Pennsylvania state police. Uh, alleged the plot was hatched by Dylan Mikael Weaver, 19, and his 16-year-old girlfriend. He likes him young, right, Chris? Yeah. Shut the fuck up, you creep. Uh, Angelina Grace Peluso. On Thursday, 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 a third person, 22-year young Annette Kinner, was charged with attempted criminal solicitation of first-degree murder and criminal use of communication facility. After uh, admitting she was in- intermediately who gave the Weaver contact information for a man who could carry out the crime. So she just told him. Yeah, yeah, just like, just send a Snapchat of you holding a gun to this guy and he know what you mean. Authorities say Weaver and Peluso plan to kill Peluso's stepdad, Howard Blackburn, after he caught the couple in bed together on April 23rd. Well, why don't you just uh, plant drugs on him, Driz, and then call the cops when he goes to work? He's already got COVID. He's going to die from making that sausage anyway. I just need to get him gone. No questions asked, Weaver allegedly told the purported hitman. According to the arrest affidavit, as obtained by Penn Live, he's uh, abusing, he's been abusing my girl for 10 plus years in her family. And I can't do SH slash T alone because she doesn't want to lose me, you know? Yeah, but you're the asshole that's fucking an underage girl. And I feel like you'd be able to help. <laughs> Weaver and Peluso were charged last Friday with criminal solicitation to commit first degree murder. Conspiracy to commit first degree murder and a criminal use of a communication device after confessing to the unsuccessful plot that was spoiled when the hired hitman went to state police. He sounds like a rat, Driz. Yeah. How fucking rat. Was he wearing a goddamn wire? Yeah. And I bet he was. And hopefully a mask. Got a good point yeah. there, Driz. Hopefully some gloves, too. Yeah. You don't want that COVID killing you in the crossfire. Yeah, you better sanitize that gun. 
<laughs> a bunch of fucking assholes. What the fuck? Yeah, let me use Snapchat. Yeah, like what the hell is that? What the fuck? Where's uh celebrity news? Golds go down a bit. Uh yeah, Golds murder and real life. Okay. Golds murder real life. They're all good. They're all good. Or are they? This is Slim Celebrity Gossip and News. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, that's right. This is snack time. I got donuts. What's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I have some celebrity news and gossip for you tonight. And I got donuts. Gold Gym. Glazed and delicious. COVID-19 crushing our bottom line. Files for bankruptcy. Has it been a month? Has it been a month? Hasn't Gold Gyms made enough over the last yeah. how many decades <laughs> that they can afford to just be okay? Fuck. Especially with the amount they charge for a fucking gym membership. Yeah. And all their fucking products and shit that are out there. And really, um, you just have some weight benches sitting around? I feel like that doesn't cost too much to keep just sitting around. Yeah. Gold Gym is uh, feeling the crunch. But we ain't talking abs. Ooh, One on. of the world's largest gym operators is uh, filing for bankruptcy as the pandemic wreaks havoc on the fitness biz. Again, I don't see how. No, don't see how. <laughs> you shouldn't. In a fucking month, Calm the fuck down. With most locations uh, shuttered across the globe due I, to the. Uh, uh, sorry, real quick too. I think they just started opening gyms again. I think that was one of the things. That yeah, I, I actually didn't even know Gold Gyms actually had gyms. I, I thought God, they were just like boxing gloves and like heavy bags. Like and the first fucking week of this weeks. shit, when shit was closed down, I can't tell you how many assholes I heard walking around in this stuff was. I just renewed my gym membership. Well, I'm sure they're gonna make it okay. Like, fuck. yeah. Just do some crunches. Oh my God. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> With most locations uh, shuttered across the globe due to the coronavirus outbreak and about 30 corporate-owned gyms permanently closed. Well, that has nothing to do with the coronavirus. If they're permanently closed, oh, that's yeah. just like they that were was, doing shit. They were going to be doing that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gold... You don't hear movie theaters crying about this. No, <laughs> yeah, the theaters I feel like have been closed probably more than the like yeah, longer than the gyms the had. Same if um, Golds says is being forced to seek relief from creditors. Oh. The company hopes to emerge from Chapter Eleven bankruptcy uh, by August first oh, so at the okay. latest, oh. uh, and says it will keep paying vendors and suppliers while under court protection. The Dallas-based company is carrying between uh, fifty million and a hundred million in debt. How, that's, so you were doing shitty, same You were doing shitty before. Well, that's what I'm saying. If they're saying that they have thirty like gyms that are permanently closed, that is not a COVID nineteen related no, thing. That's, that's a, a you suck at business up problem. Yeah, <laughs> Because like you said, the, the movie theaters and like what restaurants and bars, like everything is fucking yeah. suffering right now. Yeah. And none of them were, like, claiming bankruptcy, as far as I know, which is uh, mostly uh, franchise says the bankruptcy will have no further impact on current operations, operations while under court supervision. And despite dozens of closures, Gold's Gym still has nearly 700 locations. It's a decent amount of locations, I'd yeah. say. Uh, the gym giant says it's had to forlow the majority of its staff about 400... 46,000 strong. They're not strong now. No. They haven't worked out in a goddamn month. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the filing underscores how hard the 
uh, fitness industry has been hit by shelter-in-place orders. So sorry, fitness There industry. are re- reports 24-hour no fitness else is, is also considering bankruptcy. and sex yeah. workers? Like, yeah, yeah like know. there's so much. Oh, the fitness industry destroyed. Yeah, no, it's just fitness. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry. Yeah, and as soon as this whole thing is like done, like everybody's going to be looking for gyms. Well, there's uh, another problem coming. You thought COVID was bad. What's this one, Driz? Um, Asian murder... Murder hornets. hornets. That's a new breed of hornet, goddamn. U.S. sighting spike. I don't want to see a fucking Asian murder hornet. Oh, this is I don't want to survive COVID and then die from a, a fucking, fucking murder hornet. hornet. Yeah. Fuck. This is biblical shit. Damn. This is more Virus biblical than COVID. And then bugs. Wait, maybe this is. Maybe these are plagues. Fuck. Yeah, this is plagues, man. Asian, uh, Asian murder, murder hornets. Murder hornets. Murder hornets. I want one of those as a pet. <laughs> I want Slambo to have to fight a, a swarm that's of them. What he does for a living? So yeah, he's just. That's probably why he hasn't that's, been back. He's probably already scary. been uh, killed by a murder hornet. Yeah, Asian <laughs> murder hornets Fuck. arriving on America's doorstep are, are creating a mass panic well, we yeah. haven't seen since. What do you? So do we got COVID? Huh? Are we going to be wearing like bee like suits? Yeah. Like is that That's next? Be the next thing the governor tells us <laughs> we have to do. You can't bee walk suits and smoke machines. <laughs> you can't walk into any business unless you're wearing a bee suit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. One of those sweet hats. <laughs> uh, and one state is already inundated with mostly false reports. Okay, so oh. no, no, but when when you read yeah. the story more, you'll see why. There's the, like another one that looks just like the goddamn murder hornet. The Washington State Department of Agriculture tells us its office has received hundreds of reported sightings from all over the country. The flood of calls came in the last few days. I'll scream like a girl for any fucking hornet. I don't, Dude, I hate bees, yeah. yeah I, fucking, like I run. Yeah, I'm a little pussy. I run yeah. for bees, wasps, Spiders, all that any, shit. anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the wake of a uh, NYT story about the first confirmed encounters with the giant insects in the Pacific Northwest, it's... That scared the crap out of people, but fortunately, we're told most, if not all, the reports to the WSDA have been erroneous. Erroneous. It's usually not the Asian giant hornet, uh, Governor said. Government name name for murder hornets. hornets. Okay. Murder hornets. Folks are seeing, but instead, it's Western cousin, the European hornet, which isn't as bad as a murder hornet. It's still a fucking hornet. hornet, Still not doing that goddamn thing. I'm still not doing anything. Oh, yeah, they look exactly the fucking same. Right? Almost, yeah. Like the European hornet is just a little bit more European than the Asian. One's got that badass red fucking, like, Batman symbol or whatever it is. Yeah, actually, actually the, the European hornet looks scarier. Than the Asian Asian murder hornet, yeah, they like balls freak me out. Yeah, I don't know this, but this looks like fucking war paint on it. Yeah. The the, uh, the European hornet has like red marks. That thing's got on a Tony Stark suit. Yeah, it I don't does. Give a fuck. It is European hornet looks scarier, man. That's got Tony Stark technology. The mur- murder hornet just kind of looks like very dull. Murder hornet not is that. like the Drizz compared to yeah. Like, yeah. Let me make sure everybody at home can see the. Uh, there's the Asian uh, murder hornet there, and that's the European hornet. Yeah. 
They um, both fucking suck. The main uh, difference between the two are pretty noticeable. So yeah, when you got them up close like <laughs> yeah. that, when you're running scared in your backyard, <laughs> there's no difference to me. I don't yeah, because you're not examining. Be you're, you're not like stopping <laughs> no. to to look to see what color the fucking hornet oh, is. Oh yeah, like. let me let me pick it up and inspect its markings. Like yeah, no, I'm fucking out, bitches. Chill. Fuck you. Um, so hopefully people chill out and stop blowing up phones. At stop the overreacting. Yeah, it's not a murder stop hornet. It. It's just a regular hornet, huh? It's just a European hornet. It takes three of those to kill you, not one. Just fucking calm down. We He wants people to contact Holy their own local uh, agriculture uh, agencies. We're told staffers are even getting calls from Great Britain. I'll call Great Britain. I'll be like, get these hornets out of here. As for how to tell which is which, the European hornets, a dime in a, in a dozen, and the states are actually larger than the Asian murder hornets. No, I'm more scared of it than if it's fucking bigger. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm calling the cops or any of these goddamn. Oh no, that's that's a bigger hornet than the one that kills you. It's all right. Let it let it fucking sting you. That's a murder um, wasp, not a murder <laughs> hornet. Calm down, motherfucker. They look different too. If you look closely, a European hornet's uh, thorax and abdomen's feature more yellow, while the Asian hornet is mostly black. Dark brown in appearance with a yellow stripe closer to its stinger. Oh, thanks. Of course, I that all assumes you can those. safely observe the bugger up close. Exactly. You're not. No. Hold on. Let me get real close to this. It might be a murder hornet, but um, let me get close enough to, to make sure before let me, it kills like, me. Sit real still so it lands on me and I can inspect its markings. Oh boy! Oh, fuck! Where's the next story? Th- yeah, that's that's crazy. That is the next. That's the next plague. The hornets. We're wearing bee yeah. suits. We're you gotta uh, carry instead I of hand sanitizer. It's gonna be this right here is the next plague. Real life Barbie, you better not. What is that? Put pout pout. Because these lips got you beat. Oh wow! Would you fuck those lips, Driz? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'd have to drizz like ten times to get some drizz all over those you lips. Yeah, we're gonna laugh fucking... at that, but I think we're all gonna jerk off to that later. Yeah. We're gonna jerk off. Look at that fucking yeah. holy shit, what an atrocity. <laughs> yeah, that feel good. Yeah. I love the fucking eyelashes too. Um, you wouldn't tell your friends, but you you do it. <laughs> you do it. He's back in full swing wherever this woman who shocker goes by real life Barbie got a serious for years she's a creep yeah balloon job uh, done on her lips oh yeah we we had done stories on her yep Uh, the patient is 22 year old Andrea uh, Ivanova from uh, Bulgaria and just tried to look at her kisser painful right um, it probably would feel good around your dick, though. Let's I'm be honest. I'm saying like, right now it will, yeah. but I also, it doesn't feel good on the eyes. But no. Like, yeah, no. My dick's gonna come Just man. close your eyes and imagine it's somebody else down there, but it's still gonna feel fucking amazing. That's <laughs> because she just got her 20th, 20th round of lip filler injection, so... The first fucking 19 weren't good enough? This is the 20th? <laughs> that looks like it's going to burst at yeah, some it does. point. Oh my god, it does, yeah. <laughs> How could she even talk or smile? <laughs> you just step That's away her from smile. her. I don't want to get your lip gook all she over me. can't close I'm that <laughs> fucking thing. Wow. It's, like, it's uh, not uh, rape uh, if she can't close the lips, Andres. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I always say. Um, the fact they look like they're <laughs> about to pop... A- Andrea oh. wants her lips even bigger. Wow. What? She's, she's uh, Why? mentally ill. She's yeah, mentally exactly. Ill. Has anybody gone up to her and go, oh, I love your lips? 
I doubt it. There's you need no to get way. that. You know what would be better if they were a little bigger, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm still not turned on by you. You got to get some bigger lips. Just get them bigger. You do. those lips are too small. You silly. Her bitch. fucking boyfriend or whatever. Uh, oh. Ken said, uh, "Get some bigger lips." He meant the pussy lips. She got the wrong one. Uh, clearly, she's digging the work docs. Uh, did for her as you can see in a video. I feel she like posted the doctor's the a aftermath. piece of shit for yeah. like, doing that. Like a, a real, like, uh, you know, a real doctor. Maybe, no. but maybe she's a pain in the ass and just kept bugging him. And he was just like, you know what? Yeah, whatever. I'll fucking do it. Give, give me a million By the dollars. way, she's become a mouth breather. Ooh. <laughs> the wow. center of Andrea's lips can't even, can't even touch, touch anymore. anymore. That's why I said. I oh, my God. I was like, that's probably like, how. You're, you're not even human sit. anymore. No. You're not a human anymore. Disgusting. But I yeah, still like, what is she coming there. Look at the tongue sticking out, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Um. <laughs> Go to the bathroom for yeah. another break? Hold on. Um, my doctor said he will do more injections for me, but said I have to wait for at least two months. He's hoping she just dies of COVID-19. Like- uh, going on to uh, explain that she, uh, while she loves her permanent duck face, she admits duck it's been difficult to face. eat properly. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. yeah. Holy oh shit. my god! I think my lips are lovely. <laughs> I love them. I am not sure if they are the biggest lips in the world. The lips they... aren't sealed, what? right, Jess? Yeah. That would be. I no. love how she's like. I'm not sure if they're the biggest lips yeah, in no. the world, but they are one of the biggest. So what does she have? Like a like a book? Like she's looking at the Guinness the World Records for lips. the biggest lips. She's got a book I called gotta, the biggest yeah. lips. <laughs> she's the biggest lips. And she's like, I'm not quite there, Doc. This I want to be, be here. This big. I, I want them bigger. And the doctor's just like, Ah, oh, it's gonna take a couple of years. <laughs> Couple years to get there. How does Cheryl. he afford all this bullshit either? The stick I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming it's, she's Why probably she prostituted. In that one oh yeah, she is. I yeah, think she has no nipple what? though. Did she check get out my like airbrush? Yeah, check out my lips and also my tits. It's a nipple, but there's no darkness. There's no areola. There is like no nipple there at all. Like what the <laughs> that fuck? That is a full out tent pretty much. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Ugh. We're all coming to that later though. That's all. <laughs> Keep drinking, guys. We'll be back. It's gross. Hi. Uh, my name's Larry, and uh, I'm an Elvis impersonator on Chatterbait, and uh, this is the Robin Slim Show. Hi, this is Rhonda. I'm the cam girl who dresses like Paul Giamatti, and this is the Robin Slim Show. Now it's time for the Robin Slim Show. Two guys who've been kicked out of every Spencer's gift in the tri-state area. With Rob. Yeah, I never met a public library that I didn't beat off in. And Slim. The majority of my paycheck goes to phone sex. And that guy who you wish didn't say the thing that he just said. Yeah, um, you know, my 12-year-old girlfriend told me that I'm not allowed to say gypsies no more. Skadoosh. Music, digital art, and the dead. Everything to fill your heart with dread. TheLamentationProject.com Hey, this is Jake and Adam from the Hopper. That's right. Cut the promo, but we fucking hate promos. Promos are tough. What do we do? We got to promote ourselves, but it's not really our fucking forte. No, it's not. We fucking hate them. They're a pain in my ass. They're a pain in your ass. So you know what? We're getting through this together. If you hate dumb shit as much as we do, give the Harper guys a listen. That's you, right. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, 
Facebook, Instagram, theharperguys.com. Twitter, at theharperguys. Or, so, or shoot it. What? That, that. Mama? That's what we do all the time. Shoot us an email at theharperguys at gmail.com. That's right. Can't wait to hear from you soon. Let's do this. Hip, hip. Cheerio. Ben, why should anybody listen to Blockbuster Mentality? I mean, seriously, why should any of these people that we've interrupted while they're listening to their favorite podcast check us out or even turn off this show and go straight to our show? That's a great question, Dave. People should listen to us because we point out the most important details of movies and television. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the really important stuff like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in Star Wars. What exactly are their living quarters underground? But it's not just that, Ben. We produce high quality audio that is exactly right Dave because we will have my daughter interrupt us on every single episode <laughs> and we have an amazing stars in popcorn rating system we measure on quality and entertainment value listen to blockbuster mentality every Monday on all major podcast platforms and connect with us on Twitter at blockbustercast. so grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies Are you too much of a piece of shit to put condiments on your food? Or just craving a creepy internet wrapper does it for you? Or are you just an impatient fuck with the attention span of a fruit fly? Whatever it is, download the new Drizzlebees app and order your toppings of choice. And by the time you drive out to one of our convenient locations, the Drizz will be waiting for you. Ketchup, mustard, caramel, chocolate, or strawberry syrup at selected locations. Soy sauce, Asia Bunga. Yo, yo, yo. Last year, I drizzled in front of an elementary school. And now, by law, I gotta tell you that I'm a registered sex offender. Know what I mean? Bring the kids, but don't bring them too close. Yo, yo, yo. This fucking app is thebomb.com. You can order your shit and see my location and T-cell count. Don't deny your taste buds the drizzling they deserve. Download the Drizzlebees app on the Scrapple Store now. Yo, yo, yo. I'm a pedophile. The Drizz is not allowed within 50 yards of his school. If you see him breaking his court order, please contact your local authorities right away. Robinson Show, we are back with uh, retired horror author Andy Van Skoyak. Hey, how you doing? Good. How you doing, Andy? How have you been? Doing good. Doing good. Keeping myself busy. Yeah. Well, as I was say, as a retired author, like, is it always itching at you to do something, something creative? Well, I took a break for a long time, and then I got bored, and people kept saying, you need to write again, and I was like, no, I've been there, done that, not doing it again. So then I went back to writing, like, micro, I call them micro grims, they're just creepy little thoughts. And I've got a couple of those books out on the market now. And then I got into making Grimm's, visual Grimm's. So I do that now. Plus, I'm doing other artwork and music. 
So I'm just doing all kinds of things. I was going to say, that's your current project, right? Uh, is music, right? The uh, Lamentation music Project? and Yeah, the, it, it's mostly digital art. But yeah, oh. I do music through it too. It's just kind of an umbrella term for everything I do that's weird and creepy. What What is a visual grim? Is that, I guess, kind of like a comic book? No, it's a movie. I call it a movie that it's got music and it's got animation to it that is under 50 seconds. It can be anywhere from 12 seconds to a minute. Cool. Oh, okay, cool. Cool. I want to ask you too, Andy, how are you doing in this uh, pandemic? Uh, are you hoarding anything? No, no. I'm a diagnosed psychotic, so I'm a potential danger to society. So this is the best thing that ever happened to me. I've been, I've been telling my shrink. I need to be at home in my house as a hermit where I'm not around anyone. So every time she calls me, I don't know why she asks me how I'm doing because I'm going to tell her the same thing. This is awesome for me. (laughs) I'm dying. I I would have loved to have like a few weeks off. Me and Slim are essentials. So we've been working through this. It's good to just get my mind off. I don't know the the whatever of it. But at the same time, I'd like a week or two just to just to chill. Just uh, yeah. Well, I'm retired, so I'm I'm permanently chilled. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to to go out in public a whole lot. So, like I said, this not being able to leave the house and being locked down, this is great for me. What <laughs> <laughs> um the, the music thing? Are you a musician or do you sing? No, I I'm a mixologist. I take tracks and I mix them together and make new things. Cool. That is very cool. I thought about that. Yeah, in the past. I've done a like, couple of soundtracks. I uh, one of my tracks was used for a movie that was made, so that was pretty cool. Cool. And I remember too. I remember years ago we spoke. I think the first time you uh, reviewed movies. Do you do that or not anymore? No, I don't review movies any longer because people don't like my reviews because That's, I'm real disillusioned with the horror realm. It's always tits and ass and sex and stupid and you know that would be fine if it was all still don't y'all take this the wrong way but if it was all guys still watching horror you know i can understand that but it's like the tits and ass i guess i can overlook that but when you're in the middle of a zombie apocalypse and people decide they have to go into a barn and fuck it's like really (laughs) that's the best y'all can do Society is collapsing. People are eating other people, and oh, y'all got to sneak off into the barn for a fuck. Are you kidding me? But that's real, though. Like that's what would happen in a real zombie I feel apocalypse. Like it would happen, but yeah. Yeah, see, no, but yeah, but see, that wouldn't be me. I'd be like, "Sex, fuck you. Where's the guns? Where's the right. food and shit? Start barricading the house. You can have sex when you're." When everything's buried everything and you don't have to worry about anything, but <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, zombies are trying to get in the barn, so you're gonna fuck See, right there on the bottom floor. I feel climb up into the loft. I feel like if a, a butt cheek got bitten off by a zombie, that would work. That would work, you know, or, or a piece of flesh. Like if if they got bitten while that that would work. But yeah, just the gratuitous. I'm just, I'm just real disillusioned with horror. I mean, I love zombies, but I've gotten to where I watch a lot of Korean zombie films because they scare the shit out of you, and there's no tits and ass anywhere around. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's what I want. I want to be scared out of my mind when I watch horror, and it just doesn't happen. So, like that, like with the with the uh, horror movies too. The Asians, you feel, are are like a step ahead. Oh, yeah, Train to Busan. Holy shit. I, was just I have not seen a movie like that 
in ages. And then I watched another one called Flu, which was real apropos uh-huh. for what's going on now. Sounds and like it. Same thing. It was like exactly what would happen. It was just, it was way too close to home. Wow. So, yeah, I've gotten to where I watch a, a lot of uh, Korean zombie films. And I still like American zombie films, but it's like, I can't review them. Because seriously, if you're standing in a barn and zombies are trying to get in, you're standing in a barn, standing in a house, standing in whatever, and zombies are trying to get in, and you want to take the time to fuck instead of barricading the door? No, I'm sorry. I would be the first one to take a pickaxe to your head and I be don't, like, okay, yeah, you just go out there with them. I don't even think I could get ready for sex if that was going on. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I would, I would be like, dumb fuck. Let's get the house barricaded first. Nail some shit up over the windows. Put some chairs under the doors. Yeah. Get it's, some guns loaded. Get some guns loaded. It, Anything it, but get, some, get some guns loaded. Do we have any water? Do we have any food? Yeah. It's like any B horror film nowadays has some producer behind it who's like, "Nah, you got to show some boobs or nobody's gonna like it." <laughs> like I don't know. Exactly. Like I, over the years, like comedies used to have that. Comedies in the '80s, and then over, I feel like the '90s and 2000s, they've gotten rid of that. So I kind of thought like the horror movies went the same way. I guess they didn't. Yeah, and I mean, and I never thought that I would be saying something like this. But if you're gonna even show gratuitous dick. That gets old after a while, too. So it's like, and, and I cannot believe I'm actually even saying that. But it's like, really, come on. Some kind of story, people. Yeah. I mean, something. Yeah. Give me something here. So, yeah, no, I can't review movies anymore. <laughs> I, because I was, every time I review one, I get lots of nasty comments and stuff like that. So. I was going to ask, too, Andy, uh, being retired and having written some things recently, are all your um, books still available or, or not? Yes, they're all still on Amazon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. And they're under my professional name, which is Andrea Dean Van Scoy. So okay, not that, I just use Andy now because I'm not uptight and everything like I was when I was an author. So, but yeah, I used my proper name when I was an author. Now everything's just Andy Van Scoy. But then it was Andrea Dean Van Scoy. <laughs> nice, nice. And uh, I was going to say too, as a, a writer, uh, uh, you also done children's books, correct? Yeah, I did a couple of children's books. I did a couple of ghost stories for my niece and two nephews when they were born. They're in their teens now. One of them is almost an adult. So, yeah, I did a couple of stories for them, and I did a story about some fairies one time, a little, like, fantasy story, making a dress for a girl, just little things like that. I, I haven't really gone much into children's books because I wrote with my real name on everything. Okay. So I didn't really advertise children's books because a lot of times, yeah. even if you tell people, hey, this is the book. If you're looking for your kids, you want this book. This book only, people might not pay attention. So. Yeah, or say away just because of the other works maybe. Right, exactly, exactly. So I never used a pen name. That's what I was so going to ask. I really push. Yeah, yeah. I, I never, I never pushed my children's books because I refused to write a pen name. I'm like, are you kidding me? I can barely keep my own name straight half the time. How am I going <laughs> to juggle three or four names? I always wonder if for actors is that hard to keep track because they're calling you a different name all day on set, and then you know, then you got your real name, and yeah, it's, it's got to be, got to be hard to keep track. Yeah. Of. That's why I just go by Andy now. It's just like, that's just so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I, I saw, too, uh, as an animal rights activist, I wanted to ask, do you just want to, like, adopt every every animal you see? 
Oh, I, I do. I do. My husband's already put his foot down. We had a litter of kittens outside that the mommy cat just had. And my husband looked at me first Judas. thing and said, don't even think about it. <laughs> I was driving to work, I think just the other day. And it was five in the morning. And I saw these two little stray cats, kittens just playing. And I'm like, I just wanted to pull over, call out of work and just take these things home. Like they were both <laughs> yeah, so cute. I, I, I'm the crazy cat lady. I'm the neighborhood crazy cat lady. All the people around, if they find cats, they bring them to me. <laughs> and all the stray cats hang out in my yard because I play with them and feed them yeah. and do all that stuff. So. They're so much fun. They're so much fun. They I, are. Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to ask, too, being in Florida and an animal uh, rights activist, how do you feel about Joe Exotic? Uh, I, I don't like any place it, it, it's a it's a weird slippery slope with me because a friend of mine gave me their argument one time it's like certain animals might need to be in a zoo so you can protect them but then certain zoos they don't take care of the animals the way they should yes so it's like it's a catch-22 i don't like any animal being in any kind of captivity and when okay. i hear because being an animal rights activist, I'm constantly getting uh, things on my feed on Instagram about, oh, yeah, this zoo starving their animals to death. And I'm like, OK, really? It's a good thing. I don't know. I my passport is out of date and I can't go to this place <laughs> because yeah. I, I don't like hearing of any any animals being abused, neglected, yeah. hungry, thirsty <clears throat> or anything in any way. And I can't stand animal trafficking. All of it just just makes me I've, I've almost had my twitter account uh banned a couple of times because uh, one time i got put on um not really lockdown but they warned me because uh, they were talking about bullfighting in spain and i said i would pay to see the bulls trample all the the people to death running after them yes. or running from them yeah so yeah i almost got put in twitter jail for that so <laughs> any anything about animals yeah. really really sets me off and just makes me kind of earn my well, luckily, no, I, I haven't actually done anything yet. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> just watching that documentary, though. My husband tells me, don't look at that shit. Yeah, well, just watching the documentary, though, there are a few times. Like, I was almost in tears, yeah. like, at some of the stuff. It's like, no, that's that's horrible, horrible. And I also just yeah. don't understand the whole, I don't know if you saw the uh, a documentary, but there's that other woman, uh, Carol, Carol uh, Baskin, Baskin, who is the big cat rescue, but it's like she she's was just, doing the she same worse, thing as, like, Joe Exotic. Like, she's still keeping them in captivity and charging people to come and see her cats. Like, and had been breeding and selling them. Yeah. Uh, but yet calling herself an animal rights activist. And it's yeah. like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a real slippery slope with me. Like I said, because I understand that in certain places they could be killed. Like they have a better chance yes. being in confinement than they would in Africa being hunted by poachers or being hunted by their own kind, you know, survival of the fittest. Mm. But then again, I also am suspect of quote unquote zoos and things like that because, you know, I think people probably learned like during the, the Nazi Holocaust, you know, just because things look good on the outside doesn't mean mm. that they are on the inside. And unless you can really get in there and get down to bare bones, I mean, like in some of the concentration camps, they had beautiful sinks set up for the people wow. and had showers set up for them. Yeah, okay, well, when the Red Cross came through and looked at all that, they were like, oh, yeah, no, these people aren't being mistreated. What they didn't realize was that the sinks had no water. Showers had no water. They were actually gas chambers. Gas chambers, yeah. So it, it, yeah, so it's like, 
just because something seems like it's okay doesn't mean that it is. Yeah. But then what kind of chance is an animal going to have in Africa when you've got poachers over there? Yeah. That is, that's horrible. Uh, or you've got the idiots that like the big game hunt. That's what I was like, just going to say. They go over there and they paid to do that, to be, to be a big person and, and do that. Like, yeah, really? That's Yeah, I, I wish they would pass a law over there that you can just kill poachers on site or torture <laughs> them or whatever you want to do to them. Because if that, you know, if we could that... do stuff like that, I would get my passport reinstated and I'd be like, uh, trip to, ticket to Africa, please. <laughs> that sounds like it would be a, a good horror movie. Yeah, I, I love to see animals getting the the best of people. I watched Zoombies the other day. <laughs> oh, I've seen that. <laughs> I, I, I don't have heard of that. I, I remember yeah. one years ago called Zombievers, and I wanted to see zombie that. It was beavers. about zombie beavers. Yeah, well, this was Zoombies. It's about a, a zoo where the animals get infected and they all go crazy and start killing everybody, and I'm sitting there the whole movie going, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> there was another one, I think, Black Sheep, which was just like zombie sheeps. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cool. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it, it, I, I could be watching one time called Nature's Grave, where uh, this young couple they went camping and they like chopped down a tree for firewood, and they went in the water and littered, and like um, all these bad things started happening to them, and it turned out that nature got them in the end. I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just a, a tree just stabs them with a branch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, they were yeah. something like that. Yeah, it was like the, the tree stabbed them, or they fell, and the tree impaled them, or something like that. I was like, Yay! nice. Yeah, I could be watching the, any show, and and most of the people dying in them is fine with me. But then when an animal dies, that then I'm like really sad. Then I'm like almost in tears. Like even uh, Game of Thrones, one of the dragons when it died, I was so sad. <laughs> I, I was like, it doesn't matter who else died. Just this dragon is dead. And that's it. Really, really messed me up. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, it's like me. You know, I, I love to watch. Um, videos and and things like of people being dismembered and skinned alive and beheaded but then i'll watch something about a, a cute little animal that is up for adoption and it lost a little foot or something and mm. i sit there and ball my eyes out yeah yeah like that i i, I can't yeah, watch I'm the beheading videos and stuff like yeah lives and beheadings and going dang what did they do to piss that person off <laughs> andy did you see that um documentary on uh netflix it was called don't fuck with cats no but a friend of mine told me about it and see i i can't watch that because i'm afraid i'll go seek them out and be like hey what kind of stuff do y'all use against these people <laughs> can <laughs> i give you some ideas <laughs> yeah that that one was fucked up so far to not be locked up and i want to keep it like that but she told me about it and yeah. she told me briefly some of the things they did i'm like okay yes i'll just be happy about that yeah because that, that that was hard to watch in the beginning because the beginning of the documentary is him just like killing cats oh, and like no. the way he's doing it is terrible like he puts them in like a vacuum seal like bag but eventually he ends up killing people and when you get to that point you're like ah <laughs> it was years ago too there was a movie called gummo and all my friends when they were or my one of my friends was explaining it and saying and i'm just by the explanation i'm like i can't watch i can't watch that that sounds that terrible was bad, yeah. terrible yeah i can't watch anything with animals anything with people i'm like oh, yeah <laughs> i used to go on this site where it was all real death it was people like i said being beheaded like being dismembered being skinned alive yeah. Uh, people being run over by tanks, people that had been in car accidents and torn in half, and I'm sitting there going, oh, cool. And then I would go on Facebook or Instagram or something and see about this little dog came to this shelter and almost starved to death, and I was like, oh, 
husband's like, yeah, you're really not right. (laughs) 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 It's great to reconnect with you, though, Andy. I I love, uh, you know, when when we get in contact and and have you on. It's always, always a great time talking to you. Oh, yeah, I know. We always have such fun. I'm currently now, I've got so many irons in the fire that I'm trying to find representation. Somebody that can... There's these things now called online cons, and it's like, oh, I want to get in on that, but I wouldn't even begin to know who to contact. And then when the quarantine's lifted, I want to go back to doing real cons and yeah. do my have my art and my music and stuff like that. And I'm also um, getting into on-point ballet, and I'm going to incorporate my statue dancing in that, which I've been doing for a number of years. And I, I just like to have some representation for, um, and I do voiceover work too. I do a lot of voiceover work. So I would love wow. to have representation for that because like I said, so many irons in the fire. Yeah. I can't be chasing down leads on, oh, this person needs voiceover work. Okay, let me contact them. So it would be nice if I had somebody to do that for me. But yeah, I'm constantly doing just voiceover work for this, that, or the other. I work with That's John cool. Shelton a lot. I do a lot of voiceover work for him. And then I do when there's voiceover work for some of my own things. I do that myself too. That's awesome. Is it hard and the being? The thing is, I work for free. <laughs> you know, I pay whoever represents me, but I work for free because it's like I, I don't need your money. I just want to get out there and do some shit. Is it hard being out of you know being retired and then finding someone to represent you? Like it, it, having been out of it for so long, is is it a project every time you need to find somebody to do that? Yeah, it is. That, that's why I wish I could just find someone. I mean, I would even take somebody that's like in college and just learning the ropes as long as they could book me for some things. But yeah, yeah I mean, back in the day, I booked myself for everything, but I was also 15 years younger yes. than I am now and didn't have as many projects going on as More I do energy. now. I mean, I'm busier now than I was yeah. back in my heyday <laughs> being an author. The only difference is I'm not doing conventions which i used to do sometimes up to three conventions a month i'd love to start doing that again but i just i don't have the the energy the stamina or the time to book myself so i I was gonna ask like doing the conventions does that even get exhausting after a while well it did for me because like i said i would do upwards of three a month and that's a lot yeah and i did that for like five years wow but i loved it yeah i always i always loved it what is, because I was always like the black sheep of all the cons. You know, if anybody wanted anything controversial or wanted to get away from the, the sunshiny, oh, here's the beautiful, what we show everyone else, they'd come to me and I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, come on over here. <laughs> I got the good shit. I was curious, one of the things you mentioned you were doing was statue uh, dancing. Yes. What is that? I did want to ask that. Yeah, it's, um, it is where you do mostly poses but it's you'll step out kind of like if you've watched uh on point ballet like uh swan lake and things like that where they go up on their toes and they'll hold moves just imagine holding that for a few seconds more than what would be considered normal and doing that to gothic style creepy music wearing uh gothic creepy costumes that's what i do that sounds awesome. I, I think I'm, as far as I know, it's just something that I just came up with myself yeah. because I'm trying to, to keep myself in shape. But I'm going to get serious about it now. I've even ordered new on-point shoes, and I've started a Facebook page. It's just it's something that 
I, I just want to start doing. And my husband's like, really, you don't have enough going on? Let's see, you put out a call that you want to volunteer at a cemetery to keep up a cemetery. You volunteered your services to do funerals because I'm an ordained minister as well. You wouldn't I, know it by my mouth. I saw I'm, that. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's like, you, you offered your services to do free funerals for people or just, you know, not at a church if they want me to come to a crematorium and say a couple of words, or they want me to come to their house and say a couple of words. And he's like, you want to be working a funeral home. Uh, you've started a cemetery club. You have your music. You have your art. And now you're going to throw statue dancing on top of it? Really? My husband, he, he knows I'm crazy, but he doesn't care. <laughs> the the cemetery thing, uh, I, I think we talked last time about my friend who's... Uh, he, he's a director, a funeral director, and, and I talked to him a few weeks ago, and he's a little worried about this whole thing. He said the, the death toll has gone way up, and he, he's just working working an insane amount of hours, and just sometimes he'll work a full day and then go back at midnight if bodies need to be cremated just so they're not sitting around. Oh, see, that would be awesome. I would love that. I mean, it sucks that the people die. I'm really sorry about that. Yeah. But I also... I have a different outlook on death than most people do. I mean, I grew up with a mother who told me as a small child, from the minute you're born, you start to die. So that kind of shaped my outlook of death right there. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. everything lives, everything dies. Okay. (laughs) And like, he always enjoyed it, but like, he's just a little worried right now with this, with this pandemic thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, well, what I would do, because I'm not affiliated with a church or a funeral home, even though I've tried locally to, to get affiliated with a, a couple of funeral homes, um, I just figure, like, I've got a, a friend whose husband is getting ready to pass. He's got cancer. And I told her, I said, because she said he doesn't want a funeral service. He doesn't want a viewing. He doesn't want anything. And I said, well, no, I get that. I said, but he's going to be cremated. If you want me to come to the crematorium and say a couple of words as they're sticking him in the oven... Yeah. I'll be happy to do that for you, you know, send him off that way. So that's what I do. Or if people, like if they want to have like a, a get together at their home or something, I could come in and say a couple of things. I mean, I did a marriage one time with a woman, uh, the bride's or the groom's mother on her deathbed, sitting in the living room, watching The Walking Dead while I was doing the marriage ceremony. So, wow. hey, wow. I'm up for anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> that is unique. Yeah, it was. It was. She was. She was in the living room on her deathbed, and watching The Walking Dead. And I married her son and his fiance right there in the living room. Was was the volume like too loud, or was it muted? Like, <laughs> you... yeah, she yeah she turned it she turned it down. Okay. She didn't oh, turn okay. it off. She didn't turn <laughs> it down. She wasn't like Shh, I'm okay. trying to watch this. I'm trying to watch this scene. Hold on a minute over there. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh man, that's an awesome mom right there. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That is. Wow. Well, and I, I want to ask too, Andy, about the voice work. Is that something you really enjoy? It sounds like it. Oh, yeah, I do. I, I love voice work. I've been doing that off and on for over 30 years. That's and cool. I, I started it a long time ago. And I just, I can't really ever stop. I just love it. I'll do anything from like spot ads to like, I can't do full on like big time voiceover work anymore because with age and, and I, I think I'm in the beginning stages of COPD. So I don't have the breath that I used to have, but I can do still just 
you know, small voiceover things and take a break and then do some more. And I love it. I absolutely love it. How do you record? Do you do you use a computer? Do you have a, a studio? Do you put effects on your voice? I can put effects on my voice, but I don't unless they ask for it. A lot of times people just want me to do the straight recording That's so cool. they can add what they want to it. But I do everything on my phone. I've gotten lazy in my old age. I, when I was younger and used to do work, I had a professional studio that I would go to. Okay. And I would record there. The people would hire me and I would go to the professional studio with a full sound crew and do it that way. But now with age, it's like, you know, the nearest sound place is probably in Tampa. And it's like, you know, if you want to pick me up and come drive me to Tampa, yeah, I'll record for you. But I'm not going to Tampa. <laughs> That's great, though, because, like, yeah, I've had people I've hit up for, like, lines for things. And I'm like, yeah, just do them on your phone. Even on just Facebook, you can record voice messages. Just... Oh, yeah, that's what I, I do. I have an app on my phone, and yeah. I record, and then I have software where I can, if they want me to do it myself, I can add effects. I can add yeah. lightning. Um, mm-hmm. I can do all kinds of weird things. I can add tremor. I can fade my voice. I can do all kinds of weird stuff. And like I said, I don't charge so cool. people for anything I do because it's all I'm, – I'm retired in both ways. I'm retired from the work world. And then I retired from writing 10 years ago. So it's like, I do all this just for fun. Just, yeah, for something to do. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, I sound busier now than I was when I was actually doing the stuff. But <laughs> I love it. I love it. I can't stand to be bored. Yeah, that's what I agree. I, 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 that's what I think. I, I, I don't know. If I didn't have too much on my plate, I don't think I'd be able to to handle life. I don't know. I need a I, lot. I have to keep reminding myself I'm not 30 years old any longer. <laughs> but mentally you are. That's what it is. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, the body the body will age, but the mind is still, at least for now, it's still still going. Oh, yeah. As a friend of mine reminded me earlier. He said, you're as young as you feel. I said, well, I feel 20 and my mind thinks I'm 18 and the two are constantly fighting because <laughs> they're both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I say I got like the, the organs of like a 90-year-old and the mind of a 18-year-old and the body of a 30-year-old. So it all evens out. It all evens out. Like, <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of cats, I'm sitting here on the bed with my my little boy Peyton, and you can probably hear my other cat Genesis outside the I, door trying to get in the room. I thought I heard one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's out there screaming at me, wanting in the room, but he gets under the bed and we can't get him out, so I'm not letting him in. But Peyton and I are sitting here. Nice, nice. Slim's cat will do that. He'll he'll just start crying. He'll cry to get out of the house, like to go out in the yard, and then a minute later you hear him crying to get back in. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's a, he's the weirdest cat in the world because like. A couple years ago, I realized, oh, I can let him outside, and he doesn't go anywhere. He goes, like, maybe 10 feet away from the door, and then hangs out for about 15 minutes, and then wants to come back in, but yeah. doesn't even leave, like, the radius of the house. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I've only had one, actually two cats that would not tear off and run away, and they're both gone now. They're, they're both in my little cemetery out back. But I'm sitting here with Peyton, please. He would be he'd be gone in two seconds, wouldn't you? You'd go out and find your brother, wouldn't you? Is your brother still outside? Mm-hmm. You think mommy's chicken. Yeah, you keep biting on mommy. You think mommy tastes like chicken. <laughs> oh, they're so cute at first and then they start biting or they dig the closet and they're like, Oh no. <laughs> yeah, he bites me all the time though. I always tell him I'm not chicken. I call him piranha sometimes. <laughs> Genesis, you're not coming in, honey. <laughs> She's going to try. He or she is going to try. 
They won't stop. He, he does. He wants to be in here so bad, but like I said, then he gets disruptive. That or sometimes they come in, yeah, and then they 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 just they start acting, they start acting crazy. Or like like we were saying too, just want to go right back out. They just they don't know what they want half the time. Yeah, that and that's exactly what he does. <laughs> yeah. uh, Andy, thank you so much. It's been a blast talking to you. I can't believe the time's up already. Yeah, I know. I always love hanging out with you guys because I can be me. And if I drop f bombs, I know y'all will forgive me. Some places I'll be like, um. Can I drop F-bombs or do I have to be real proper? And they're like, well, um, we'd prefer not. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I don't <laughs> like, give a fuck. Right. But with you guys, I can always be me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I love, I always love having you on. Where can everybody, everybody find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. That's where I am the most active at the little at sign, the Lamentation Project. And I post daily work sometimes three times a day. So it's a very busy profile. You'll never be bored. Cool. Cool. Thank you, Andy. We will definitely, definitely have to do this again. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you guys take care of yourselves and thanks for having me on. You too. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Awesome. Always so good to talk to you. We will be back in a few with RJ Mindy. I got to pee. Did you have to pee? No, no, I don't. I'm I'll fucking good. do it just in case. All right, I, I don't will. want you to be like have to pee and then in the middle of yeah, yeah. Come on, <laughs> All right. I just stopped the car. This this this, this is Hollywood actor Steve Coulter, and I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Rob and Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob is the old one. He's <laughs> <laughs> like 75. <laughs> How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when me and Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. <laughs> he had Pokemon cards. Yeah. He, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box you. said three. Three puppies, but my dick was inside. Hey, it's RJ Mitty. Hey, RJ, how you doing? I'm doing good. How have you been? Doing as good as 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 it gets right now. We are we are doing our show. We we're essential workers, and every week we figure if we're gonna get sick, we're gonna get it at work. But we've still done our show, dude. Yeah, well, man, good to keep you keep you on the air. It's a good thing. I mean, you. Minimize content or uh, contact, and everyone's pretty much quarantined, so there's not really that much exposure for yeah. the industry, really. That's what I figured. And uh, I, 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 I wanted to say though, since we last spoke, I did finish uh, uh, Breaking Bad. It was amazing. It was so good, and uh, I, I, I loved. I also loved El Camino. I didn't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did. It was- it was good. It was it, it was interesting. It was interesting to see where they went with his story in like his future. I just feel like it was a little too much Todd. Todd is <laughs> too much Todd. <laughs> it's so good, but a little too much Todd. Yeah. <laughs> he he's good. It was interesting to that they went that route though, too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How have you been holding up though, RJ? I remember you said too that um uh, uh, you have to do a lot of exercises, type of thing, having cerebral palsy because it's a lot of muscle memory. Is it harder to do all that being confined? I mean, there's there's so much self stretching and at home exercise you can do. Um, do I do them? Um, I mean, am I lazier now than before? Maybe a little, but 
I'm very lucky to have a, a pool. Ah, so nice. I, uh, I I do a lot of treading water. So that's, that's kind of a good all-around exercise for me. So I'm very lucky to have that. And that's kind of what I, I do to maintain shape. A lot of my, a lot of my exercises that I do naturally are, are all in my room, water, like water-based stuff and low impact. So I, I don't really go to the gym too often. Okay. And what have you stocked up on? What have you hoarded during this pandemic? Um, I don't know. We, We've been we've been kind of like not hoarding too much because like it, we're very lucky that we had we stopped stores. We're in South Texas, so the stocks were like our shelves were hit, but not as compared to like L.A. and anything. You can't get things for a while, but yeah, I mean, we we were very lucky to 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 not have too much of a lack of inventory. That's cool. Yeah, no, it, I I didn't know too down there because up here you ha- it's you have to wear the mask. You can't even go into a store without the masks. And uh, I've heard some well, places no, down it's south. The same you don't here. Have to. It's, Is it you? You can't you can't go into stores without wearing a face face mask. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's it's so weird. It's so weird. I don't know. I don't know what to. I don't believe that the man ate the bat story. I don't. This has got to be something a little a little more than that. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm a firm believer that these types of viruses always exist, and it's just one of those things where, without further precaution and taking care of yourself stuff like this can get rampant and i think a lot of people for a very long time haven't been taking care of themselves yes and they're not i agree on that they're not and i feel businesses don't take care of themselves as well i feel like when it comes to health and safety and all all the betterment of businesses it's really been a free-for-all for for the past couple of years yeah a lot of times too they'll look down on you or shun or punish you almost for calling out sometimes like it's like i was sick like i'm not supposed to come in and spread stuff like yeah well and and that's the thing a lot of people don't claim that they're sick when they're sick yeah yeah because they're afraid to lose their job or let me go to work i I don't even remember when i was younger i'm fine well no how many how many times I do this, you do this, almost everyone does this, you wake up, you feel horrible, you don't know what happened, you feel bad, you feel like just congestion, you don't say shit, you show up to work, Yeah. you do your job and you do it for a couple of weeks or a month or however long you feel shitty for and then you, you get over it and you keep going. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to think that um you... Because when you do stuff like that, you're like, no, I'm committed to my job. But in reality, like, you're kind of being, like, selfish. That, and I, yeah. I remember even as a kid, I remember some days if I'd feel I mean, sick, my mom would be like, it's Friday. Just go to school and yeah. get it over with. And, yeah, no, yeah. it doesn't, you know, that's, I guess that's what's implanted in us. For them, I, I feel that because I was the same way. It was like, it's it's kind of a lot of for people in the entertainment or really any business, it, it's like hell or high water. I need it's either I need this job or I like, I need the money from this job or the show must right. go on. Yeah. Like that's I, another, really thing. the show must go on. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, you're not thinking about infecting other people. You're just like, Oh, I'm going to fight through this. I'm going to be fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, you take precautions and like, you just kind of like, you, you just, I, you just don't, I think people just don't care. It's, it's so common for a lot of people just to feel bad. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Before the pandemic, though, RJ, you were uh, working on a thriller called Isaac, correct? Yeah, I was. I uh, I was. It was a it was a cool, interesting, like kind of far out film. I, I like. It's kind of hard to explain. I'm very interested to see where editorially it's going to be going. Okay. And uh, we shot like 30 percent of the project um, right before this, and and we were supposed to come back in April, and then kind of halted everything as. Yeah. as what I read looked cool, experiencing? though. It's it was, huh? what I read about it. It just said it was about a reclusive mortician. It just sounded like a cool, a cool uh, like, concept. Yeah, I it's 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 just it's just like loner guy kind of mortician, but like it, it he goes on this journey and he takes you down this path to kind of find out like I don't. It's a visual thing. I wish I can. I'm trying to explain this to you, but it's something that I'm very excited to be able to present to people. And it's been very fun. Uh, Dove Cameron and some amazing other actresses and actors are in it as well. And uh, it's going to be a ride. And I'm, I'm excited for this when, when we're able to get back to working, uh, to, to being in the, the close quarters of, of our job to, to be able to finish this project. Yeah. How, how much, uh, how, how long of a time will it take to finish? Do you think? I mean, I don't think it t- would take long at all. We, we did, we shot this part very quickly. And I think with everything that we got in the bag already, people are very excited. I'm thinking that we're hoping in the next six months to have a, a finished product. Okay. But until, until this, this, um, this pandemic is over. It's it's one of those things where it's all everything's up in the air. But it's about having content in hand or being able to go live or digital, and you can't do that with cinematic film. You do need a certain aspect of crew and, and location to do that. Yeah. But I think right now um, has been a great time for for radio and for broadcasting and 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 already stock television that we have so many platforms for and, uh, and, and pushing forward in that. You, you play Isaac though, correct? I do play Isaac. I do play Isaac. Cool. Um, so, but like when I say this movie is going to be very visually appealing, it's going to be so the way that was shot and, and kind of the perception of, of what this man is going through, uh, in his life and his journey and like, kind of has this almost projection of of oneself through the whole project, and you don't know what's real or what's not. Oh, cool. I like that kind yeah. of stuff. Yes, yes, that's awesome. But that's it. No, sorry, but no, I love quirky work. I love avant-garde work. I think it's something that people don't do enough of, and it doesn't yes. get enough light. And I'm, I'm, I'm. Fun. It's fun. I feel like people aren't willing to take that risk as much. No, not 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 anymore. I think it depends. I think it depends who you are, but I don't think we get enough collaborators in taking those risks. Yeah, and I, I I'm hoping to see more of that. Yes, I, I wanted to ask too about Triumph. That was that's uh, uh the story of a teen with cerebral palsy who strives to yeah. be a wrestler and uh goes to 
uh, humorous lengths to win over the girl he's in love with, but it, it sounds great. It also has an amazing cast. Is that is that finished? Yeah, actually, it is finished. We just we just finished our last edit. You know, this project. I think last time I was I, we were talking, we talked about this as well. Um, it, it's had such a journey, and we've been working on this project for four years. And um, Terrence Howard is a part of it. Yes, Colton Haynes and Grace Victoria Cox, and it's uh, it's been a it's been a journey. And it's loosely based on true events, and since then we've attached um, and actually given. Um, part of the film to, to charity and organizations um, wow. to UCP actually um, to to kind of promote cerebral palsy and it's kind of that, that um, just that journey this power of this person who wants something so badly and doesn't like let his limitations or the perception of his limitations overshadow what he wants cool that sounds awesome Oh, and do they know when that's coming out? So we're working on that for, we're working, we're trying to do a November release. Um, so right now we're, we're shopping it. We've been shop we've been shopping it for the last year and we have two companies that are very interested in doing it and it's kind of deciding <laughs> which, which do we go first? Do we sell this? To this company, which is an is a um, a local national company, or do we do this global company who kind of wants the whole thing? You, you feel me on this? Yeah. Which <laughs> and and it's kind of it's kind of been a conversation going back and forth for the last little bit. So I'm really hoping to see a final final. Like I I saw a cut this past weekend, which was the final, but. So, the, Someone misspelled names, which I I think were intentional. Oh yeah, <laughs> but um, but, uh, but it's it's gonna be good. I'm I'm very happy to have this. You know, we've we've been working on this thing for four years. Yeah. We've pulled it together. We it's it's a passion project for a lot of people, and uh, we're shot in Nashville, Tennessee. Is it? um, Is it? I'm very, very happy for it. That's awesome. Is it an independent project, or is it uh, by? uh, Is there a a, a production company attached? We we have a production company attached to it. Um, Digital Ignition um, out of New York is attached to it. Um, One of my buddies um, there, he was the one that helped pull this project together the rest of the way. And um, we really wouldn't have it or have this project without him. Wow, that's awesome! And what was it like working with Terrence Howard and Colton Haynes? Is it, that's got to be cool. Yeah, I, yeah you know, I, I I worked with Colton. I wish Colton got to work with Terrence. Um, he didn't get the opportunity, but um, but Terrence was dope and and uh, had such a way about him and how he talked and. You know, I, I spent a lot of time with Colton on the set over during during um, our time in Nashville, and just such a great, great camaraderie, great vibe, and, awesome. and again had that passion for this project. Cool, that's awesome. And what uh, do you have any other projects, RJ, that are either on hold or in, in the works that you could tell us about? I, I have a couple on hold. Um, I mean, it's kind of again gray area. 
when it comes down to what's happening and, and really trying to finish the project that I just trying to finish Isaac is kind of my next concern to get done as soon as we have the time. Yeah. So it's kind of finishing, fin- finishing that, getting that one in the bag and then moving on to these, this next couple of projects that I have and hopefully just timing aligns, you know, I yeah. feel right now we're in a space where everyone's going to just start pushing out the gate so hard. They're just going to step on people, you know? Or rush some stuff. Yeah, it's like we got to get this out. It's It's been sitting there. we got to get it done. Yeah. And, yeah, something we may suffer. Get it done. We, need, we need that return. We need that, that time. Yeah. We need that content. Now, now, now. And things things get run over and, and devalued. And yeah. I, I'm hoping that people are patient with content and art and continue that kind of medium of, of slowing down. It feels like that's but where it had gone forward. in the past years, uh, I'd say at least the past decade, like it came became more of a business than uh, an art. A lot of a lot of shows and stuff like that, where it's like we got to get this done on this no. deadline for this amount. Like, type yeah, of thing. It, it has, and that's disappointing to me. It, it's one of those things where there there needs to always be a business aspect to to what it is. When you're talking about creating content like this, it, it costs. Yeah. There's a cost factor to that. But don't lose the art of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's why I love shows that, that, like, um, I think Breaking Bad had done it, Mr. Robot, like, uh, these shows that they wouldn't tell you when they were coming back. They would just take, like, a couple years off, and then they would just be back on, and that's... And it'd like, be worth it. It'd yeah, be worth it would it. be worth the wait. Like, yeah. you have to wait a little bit. It's not like the other shows back in the day where it was like, no, we have to have you know, um, season three, episode one out at this time, all the, like every year, this is when the show premieres and, you know, you well, would... I think, I think too, the, the, there's so much more content that people can't watch everything at once and they, right. they haven't been able to keep track of all the shows and all the movies. And I think now with everyone having this stay at home thing, it's kind of, good for good for the industry to get people being like all right this is all watch all this <laughs> right. and, and like decide yeah. yeah i don't know that's why like i i feel like I, i'd love to have a week or two off because there's so much stuff i'm not caught up on like i do i want to get on then there's like three shows at the, at the at the moment that i'm just like behind on so yeah i want to i want to catch up are you? Do you think with um with the quarantine? Do you think there are people who have never watched Breaking Bad that are watching it now? Ooh, oh, hundred percent. I've 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 actually seen a, a a following growth in my in my social media from this quarantine, and and I I post very little, and it's it's a lot of new fans, the new new fans of Breaking Bad. That's awesome, and um. Yeah, it, I'm. I'm happy to see it. I'm happy to see the the show is continued to stay alive and it's continued to be strong even even after it was done through Better Call Saul and El Camino and you know it, it's good to see that that show holds true um, yeah. to it. To its name. A couple months ago, my mom uh, couldn't sleep one night. Uh, I don't know if she had work or, or couldn't sleep or whatever, but the the next morning, she's like, have you ever seen uh, Breaking Bad? And I was like, oh, yeah. And I also mentioned how I interviewed you uh, last time. And uh, she caught an episode and she just said she loved it. But I'm like, don't don't watch it like that. Get get the DVDs or watch it from the beginning. I, I was like, make sure you watch it from the beginning because it definitely builds up and, and all that. Well, 
I, I'm glad. I'm glad she. I'm glad she enjoyed. But it's it's definitely that build up show. That it, it was the pine. It helped pioneer the the stage for cinematic television. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's one of those that still holds that that title. Yeah, it absolutely does. I want to say too. Last time we talked, we, we were talking about Adult Swim, and since we had you on last RJ, we talked to Carrie Means, Carrie Means, who does the voice of Frylock. Yeah. On uh, yeah. Aquatine, he was so cool, so cool to talk to. Oh, that's awesome. That's that's dope. That's yeah. Really dope. Yeah, it was cool. I, I forget uh, how we brought it up, but I think I asked how he got the, his first uh, voice acting job, and he he worked at a telemarketing company and uh, got a fax. That there was a vo- <laughs> that there was a voice job and, and he called from from work to to audition for it. It was it was really cool. Wow, <laughs> that's wild. That's, I I can't imagine. Could you imagine someone this day getting a fax? <laughs> right. That's what we were saying. I don't think people even know anymore what faxes are. <laughs> oh my! I, it's, it's amazing. It was that's amazing. Oh, and having to call from like your work to, to audition, <laughs> like yeah, no, that's just that's a great story. Uh, yeah, your, your pager goes off. <laughs> oh, Slim, did you ever have a pager? No, I never did. Oh. My I do remember my father had a pager. Though. I like, had I one. remember. Yeah, the Dude, pager. I, I had my uncle's pager. <laughs> it was the coolest thing yes it was so cool at the time but now you think about it it's just ah, no and it was just like you had to like <laughs> somebody was paging you so you had to find a phone like i gotta go to the nearest like <laughs> pay phone, phone pay phone to yeah. return this call <laughs> hey dude you got some quarters i need to make a call <laughs> i remember like my father getting like pages from like the same person like five times in a row it's like oh well, i gotta guess i gotta find a phone to call this guy oh love it Love it. Now, yeah, now kids are just spoiled. Everything, everything on that little thing. They don't know the struggle we went through. It's wild. <laughs> well, I, 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 I was very lucky. I caught, I caught the beginning of this generation of, of technology. <sighs> I was already out of high school. I had to, like, figure out computers on my own. Like, I was already done, you know. That came. Well, I was in my 20s, though, so at least I was still, yeah, I feel like in your 20s, you could still learn some stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how the older like like my dad and all. He he just got an iPad, and he's Dude, good with all it, the grannies but... on Facebook, man. <laughs> and now they all got the Facebooks. Yep, that's it. That's it. <laughs> oh. What I I did see in in your uh, I think it was on your IMDb, RJ. It said your sister is a mess. <laughs> I wanted to ask. <laughs> is yeah, she? she... She's something. No, she's good. She's she's definitely she's definitely a fifteen year old redhead girl. Ah, uh, she gives you some shit. She's hard to deal with. Oh yeah, uh, she she's she's strong minded. She's, she's one of those. She's one of those. She doesn't say. She doesn't accept no. Oh. Does she show an interest in the entertainment business as well? She does. She sings actually. Oh, um, cool. That's she, cool. She writes her own music. Yeah, we've been we've been working on kind of kind of work w- with different groups for her to to push forward and kind of feel that. And you know, it, it's kind of hard um, to kind of to, to it, it's a different industry. And you know, she's she's been working at it for a while and she has a good voice and. 
we're hoping that in the next couple of years she really kicks it off. So. That's, awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't know if she ever gave you shit, and she was like, "Come on, you're you're already famous. Get me in there. Get me something, huh?" Well, well, <laughs> she's the one that started me working in the industry, actually. Really? Oh, wow. So when when she, yeah, when she was one and a half, um, an agent casted her out of a water park for a job for Universal, um, for Lucille Ball campaign. Wow. And that's what brought us to California, and that's what get got me started working in the industry. Was working, was her working there? Wow! And then I I got lucky and got this role of a lifetime, and it solidified us in the industry. That is so cool. That is so cool. I never, yeah, I never would have known that. That's awesome, dude. It's been a ride, man. Yeah. Is it is it hard is it hard after doing like a uh, doing you know portraying Walt Junior is it hard constantly getting work or do you feel like you get it easier from that? I think I think it's a double edged sword. I yeah. think you get a lot of work um, in different ways. Uh, you know that you you get the notoriety. You have something that you did. You have a body of work that you did for a while that people recognize and relate to and, and feel passionate about. So that. That helps you get a lot of your projects that you're passionate about uh, pushing forward and growing. And, you know, sometimes it's harder to get roles that compare to those types of entities. Yeah. And, and a lot of times people are like, oh, we don't want to hire him because of X, because yeah. we could get this. It, it's certain note, things that make you notoriable, you stick out more so, so you break that wall. I, I want to know if you get a lot of calls where people are like, oh, we, we're working on this project and we want to cast you as the son of the main character. <laughs> the crime drama. Kind of like typecast. Kind of typecast. Yeah, I didn't know if that happened either. Yeah, no, well, not not so much because they don't want to do it again. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, that, that's the thing is, I would be down to do it again. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm all, so I'm you would take that I'm call. Like, <laughs> I'm like, typecast that for sure. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. They but they don't make shows like that, sadly, as much, and they don't want to recreate something that they've already, you know. Yeah. It's kind of this this thing where they 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 kind of don't do it as much anymore. Yeah. But yeah, also you weren't playing, I mean, you were a character, but I feel like it was also yourself. Like you weren't, you didn't have some catchphrase, you know, you were doing some real acting and all and all that. Like it's nothing you could really uh, recreate. Yeah, no, 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 no. It, it's one of a kind. It was a one of a kind project. Yeah. And, and I think, I think that's why people like to stay, stay away from trying to cast me in those types of parts again, you yeah. know? Well, I hope you do get another role like that, RJ. And I'll be like, yeah. Well, I, I, you, it, it was lightning, man. We only can hope. Yeah, absolutely. But, dude, it's been a blast. I can't believe it. it's it's gone so quick, man. It's always great talking to you, dude. Yeah, man. It's good to hear from you all. I'm happy, I'm happy that we could do this. Yeah, same here. Thank you so much for coming back. And uh, where can everybody find you? Well, everyone can find me um, via social media, RJ Mitty. That's my at. Um, I'm very I'm I'm easy, I'm easy to find. Just give it a Google. Awesome, yeah, dude. Definitely, we'll definitely have you on again. We'll have to do this again. 
Anytime, man. Good to hear from you. you Y'all have a good day. You, you too, too, my friend. Take care. Stay safe. Will do. We'll be All back right. in a few with Rebecca Rose Venegro from Half New Year. We'll see if she wants the cybernetic arm. I don't think Drew liked it. <laughs> ben, why should anybody listen to Blockbuster Mentality? I mean, seriously, why should any of these people that we've interrupted while they're listening to their favorite podcast check us out or even turn off this show and go straight to our show? That's a great question, Dave. People should listen to us because we point out the most important details of movies and television. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the really important stuff, like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in Star Wars. What exactly are their living quarters underground? But it's not just that, Ben. We produce high-quality audio. That is exactly right, Dave, because we will have my daughter interrupt us on every single episode. <laughs> and we have an amazing stars in popcorn rating system we measure on quality and entertainment value. Listen to Blockbuster Mentality every Every Monday on all major podcast platforms and connect with us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. So grab some popcorn, grab some snacks, we'll catch you guys at the movies. Rebecca Rose Venegro. Is that weird? Like, is I like an angry dad? Like, Rebecca Rose, clean up your room. There's too many teddy bears and doilies all over the place. <laughs> I guess my dad was never really that angry. <laughs> Sometimes you get that angry dog. It's also Venegro. Oh, Vanessa, so I fucked it up. I'm the bad parent. Yeah. Fuck. Fucking, I'm, the, I'm the parent that can't even pronounce my last name. Fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even my real dad. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, how are you doing, Rebecca? I'm pretty good. I just moved into a new place, actually. I uh, saw that. I, I guess a month and a half into quarantine. Is that, I was going to say, was, is that a real pain? Is that a real shit show moving in, in this time? Um, well, we were actually quarantined in San Diego. We went down there during the beginning of quarantine and my boyfriend actually got sick. Um, I think we weren't even in San Diego maybe a week. Then he got really sick. Uh, he has asthma, so he just got the antibody test yesterday. We'll find out probably tomorrow if it was COVID or not. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm hoping it was. Uh, of course, because uh, yeah. he'll have a little protection. But. Yeah. Right. How do you get the antibody test? Do you just go to a regular doctor? Because I want to get it done. I had a f terrible flu. I don't know. There, the there's one in, oh, really? There's one in Playa Vista. I guess they're doing, if you have shown uh, shown symptoms that, um, and you were really sick, they're doing an antibody test for those people. Because I had some over the winter that was just the worst flu mm -hmm. I've ever had. I was the, like de delirious with the fever. Uh, yeah, it was really bad, really bad. So I kind of think I have had it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I know a lot of people are saying that they might have been sick. I actually, last time I talked to you guys, I, um, I was pretty sick, but then I went to the doctor a week later in very me fashion and I actually just had an allergy cold. That's it now, though. Now, anytime I get it's anything, allergies. yeah, and I, I do. I have, I have terrible allergies. I have all sorts of things. Mm. And anytime I get anything, I'm like, oh my god, is this COVID? Like, <laughs> and then I have to think, I'm like, no, this is normal. This is normal garbage. You always have. Yeah, I, I, I've. But yeah, after um. Oh, sorry. You know, I was just going to say, I've had a dry cough for the past month, but it's the same dry cough I get every year. Where, uh, yeah. year. So I try to hide it in public, but when I cough, I just go, no, nah, it's just my same dry cough I always get. Fine. <laughs> oh, 
my God. Don't yeah, run away. <laughs> just my crack pipe cough. Yes. Don't worry. Don't worry. Huh? Yeah, I guess I'm used to people running the other direction. But <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, well, yeah, to answer your question, I mean, after um, Eric got better, um, so we got him a nebulizer, I guess, uh, to let anyone know that has asthma, maybe get a nebulizer. That was pretty crucial to him uh, getting better. Getting better. Um, and just take, take a ton of vitamin C, like a ton. But, yeah, after that, coming back here and moving was kind of a breeze. We were just happy to be healthy and be – I mean, our new our new place is nice, so we are just excited to build a new home. And a, a new little studio, actually, too. Nice. I'm not sure um, how much production is going to be opening up again, but I we just got word that the Valley Film Festival, the, our film festival, is um, – is still scheduled to happen in August 5th cool. through 9th at the Lemley, but there may be some restrictions. Yeah. Um, the Lemley, North Hollywood. I feel like uh, a cybernetic arm is coming for Rebecca. Um, I actually just invested about 20 grand into my new <laughs> Good. I feel like uh, for the half New Year sequel, like that should be, you, you should have a contract where it's like the entire budget. It's the entire budget. <laughs> like... <laughs> I feel like okay, maybe it's like a Mad Max. It's the pandemic's happened, and, and everyone's yeah. like fending for themselves. And Rebecca comes in and saves the entire crew in like a sweet dun, dun, arm wrestling. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, like an arm wrestling. <laughs> like one giant arm, like this bigger than my entire body. Like I'm only five four. So it's like, one arm to rule them all. all. It's just like reaching, like. <laughs> Yeah, you got to convince Drew he's got to go in like yeah. another direction for the sequel. Yeah. Like we, this has to be a very different like half it. new year. I'll, I'll yeah. Like <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> yes. Were you part of the watch party about, was it a week ago? Oh, yeah. That was, I think that was a week ago or two, maybe. Now. No, that, yeah, that was, I guess, that was last weekend. So a week and a half. Cool. That's awesome. Uh, that was definitely fun to reconnect with everyone. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, is that is that kind of like what it was, like reconnecting with everyone? Yeah, it was a, a lot of inside jokes too. Uh, so that was fun. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Dirty, dirty jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best jokes. Those are the best jokes. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> Oh, and what have you hoarded? What have you What have you stocked up on during this this crazy time? Wine. Wine. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was the first thing I did when yeah. they were like considering whether to close certain businesses down. I went out and I bought a hundred and like thirty dollars worth of alcohol, and then I went out and bought a oh, hundred dollars yeah. worth of cigarettes. Yeah. Like, Ro- yeah. Rob had texted me and he's like, "Dude, I heard they might be closing the liquor stores," and I just like left work and was like, "I gotta take care of something." Well, I went on my lunch break. I felt like a dirt bag. I went on my lunch break and bought a hundred dollars. Luckily, I mean, you get it in yeah. Luckily, where I work, like there's a liquor store like in walking distance, so I walked to the liquor the store and just lot. walked back yeah. with just like bottles of liquor. <laughs> Wait, have you seen this thing that's gone viral? It's this dude from Boston, and he's at the packy store, and he's just friggin', he starts losing his shit. Uh, he's like, he goes in, and he, he goes, he's like, I can't even get a friggin' beer, two nips. And, like, the funniest part is, like, he's 
him losing his shit in that accent, but also just what kind of planning is that? You're getting a beer and two nips. Two nips. Dude. Two nippers. I gotta see that. Oh my god, it sounds great. I'll, I'll send it to you later. Oh my god. I see it whenever I need like to be lifted up. I watched that. We watched it at least once a day. <laughs> <laughs> a beer and two nips. Yeah. Wow. What a what a what a plan for the future. Wow. <laughs> like I totally get how he feels, but it's yeah. just uh yeah, he's just, he's just a funny guy. Yeah. Holy cow. That's great. What did you buy with your Trump's Gone Wild uh-huh. check? Say what? What did you buy with your uh, Trump's Gone Wild check? That that uh, what was it? The uh, stimulus check? Oh, it hasn't come yet. So. Oh shit! I have a couple <laughs> friends at work that didn't get theirs yet, and I'm like, you I know. Also, because of that we stocked up on pasta from <laughs> Italian food store online, so we nice. got tons of pasta and some wine, and we're good. We're happy. Good. You can live off of just wine and pasta. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> totes. for sure. Totes. <laughs> How's Olive your oil. How's yeah. your family doing back in Boston? Have you have you contacted them? Uh, yeah, I was talking to my mom. Like, uh, right, actually, I called her right before I called you guys. Uh, she's she's good. They're gardening, so they have a little yard, and uh, they haven't driven each other crazy or killed each other yet. So. <laughs> well, that's it. Some of the stories too are like crazy of like roommates killing. Oh, oh yeah, oh, just because yeah. they're quarantined and, yeah. and losing their. Yeah, that one you posted with. Kind of an obsessive cleaner, so sometimes that. Uh, bothers my mom a little bit i mean it's better that way than the other way but yeah yeah we, we had one story we didn't do it earlier but yeah there was like a roommate that stabbed her other roommate because she wouldn't stop drinking and i'm like <laughs> what, what? Oh, it's okay to drink right now that's yeah. all we can really do yeah. <laughs> i mean as long as you don't be an asshole yeah. yeah as long as you're not well no but then again if you're quarantined in your house who cares if you're being an asshole right you're yeah. not like well, out your in roommate, public your stabby well, yeah, roommate your stabby care. roommate well, might yeah. care a little yeah i guess it depends on who's around you <laughs> Yeah. What, um, Rebecca, are there any projects that you had been working on that are, that are on hold because of this? Um, well, okay. Okay. So we're still doing the festival. So I'm still, uh, in the midst of of screening our features, but, uh, also this has kind of made me make my own productions. Like I, I just ordered a couple of soft boxes and a tripod and, um, yeah, I'm just kind of getting creative over here myself because, uh, I mean, I don't really like acting alone, so I started doing some other creative, creative things as well, like dancing and singing. And me and my boyfriend are making a little studio in the office to record some more music. I, I got a song idea. It's called uh, "I'm a COVID Girl in a COVID World." Yeah. <laughs> I'm a COVID world. Yeah, really. COVID girl in a COVID world. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely been whirling around our empty living room. Or my other I'm idea was uh was like a sci-fi movie called Ghost Bat, where this whole thing is caused by a ghost bat who just wants to be loved. He just wanted to be loved, but uh, you know, somebody killed him. But he he's gonna kill everybody oh, until That's we love genius. until we love the bats. We gotta just yeah. gotta love nuzzle them. bats. Gotta like... kiss him and smooch him and nuzzle him. <laughs> <laughs> love could change the world, Rebecca. <laughs> I kind of want to make a bad noise right now, but I don't know what noise bats make. Yeah, I don't know what a bat sound. It's definitely not that. What? <laughs> We'll just we'll just go with it. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, let's all do a bad noise. Like mine would be. <laughs> 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 what what would your bad noise be, Rebecca? Um. 
No, that's like a dolphin. That is. I just, I just wouldn't want to be a bat. So. <laughs> just wanna, but you could see in the night. There could be other ghosts, though. There could be ghost dolphin. That could be like a spinoff. Ghost dolphin, yeah. Yeah. Oh, be, I would love to be a ghost dolphin. Yeah, I, I could play that. Yeah. That's, that's the casting, like me as a ghost dolphin. Like, yes. I wouldn't think of that. Maybe he's got a whole ghost animal army. And Ghost Dolphin is a sidekick. Ghost Dolphin should be part of the third Half New Year movie. Ooh. You got... <laughs> half... Cybernetic fan. <laughs> yeah, cybernetic fan. <laughs> the cybernetic ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> oh, yeah, dolphin. speaking of dolphins, I want to go see the bioluminescence. I think it's, like, coming by us now. I guess it, um, it started in San Diego. And what? now it's over here. What is it? The ocean is like sh- is shining at night because of all the algae in the water. It's uh, uh, it creates this chemical reaction that the water is is luminescent. Wow, it's really beautiful. It sounds amazing. It's really strong in San Diego though because of all the marine reserves. But, is, is it good or uh, bad though? Because a lot of times, like you see I the might sky. Check it out tomorrow. Is, is is it like good or bad though? Is it like from pollution? Because sometimes the sky looks awesome and everyone's like, "That's from pollution." No, it's a, it's a good thing. It's okay, thing. Huh. all right. I think all the it's, animals are are happy. It's because nobody, no dirty people are, are going swimming in the water, water yeah. right now. Yeah, seriously. They're all their dirty houses. Yeah. It's kind of good. I saw, I, I, I think it was weeks ago, um, on Twitter, somebody posted about the water in, in uh, Italy being clearer than it's been in decades <laughs> because nobody's gone oh, out. Wow. Yeah. It's like, it's awesome. It's awesome looking. That's cool. But that's the cost. That's the cost of COVID. Yeah. Get some good water out of it. At least, at least those fish. How are your kids doing with the quarantine, Rob? <sighs> They're driving my ex-wife a little, a little nutty. Um, but also, just the fact that I, I was talking to my middle son just the other day, and he was just worried about next next school year. Like he was going to be going out for sports this summer, which we're pretty sure that's not going to happen. And then him just saying he's not sure if it's coming back. It's like a twelve-year-old should not have to worry about this kind Aww. of crap. Like I, it, my, it breaks yeah. my heart. That's right, Rob. I actually forgot to ask you about that because I think just a couple days ago, Phil Murphy announced that the school year is done. In Jersey, Jersey, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I haven't asked. I just assume there it is as well. Like, I I talked to my one son, William. Oh, right, because they're in I text him every day on on the phone. But, uh, yeah, I just I assume they're not going back. But Um, Yeah, my mom's a crossing guard back east, and she just got laid off. (sighs) Yeah. And, uh... I know my ex is going nutty because they have uh, they have all the schoolwork, they have all the at home stuff to do, and it, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Oh my god! Yeah, I feel bad for all the parents right now. Yes. Yes. Well, what I did too when I got I got my Trumps going wild check, I got them each something because I know they've been they've been driving her nuts. So I got them all something to occupy them. I got them video games or whatever whatever they wanted. Honestly, send it down. Slim, you don't have kids, right? No, I don't have kids. Nope. No babies. No, not babies. Not that that he knows. I don't know of. (laughs) (laughs) Should he have one? I tell him he's got to do it. Got to have one. Eventually, gonna have one. Yeah. Maybe I'll adopt one one day. (laughs) I figure I'll have a kid like when I'm on the verge of death, like when I'm like 80, like I'll have a kid, and this way, like your deathbed. Yeah. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> Deathbed baby. I guess guys, guys can do that for, like, probably until they die. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, I could just, like, f- 
freeze some sperm and then you know so this way it's just like this is my my 30 year old sperm but i'm oh. 80 but i'm going to impregnate a woman with but here's some 30 year old 30 year old sperm that i've freeze kept. it for even longer and have a cybernetic baby Ooh, a <laughs> cyber baby i like this dump it in the toaster <laughs> and then throw it in the microwave <laughs> and then it's it's a cyborg throw it baby in the toaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh what a what do you what do you miss the most, Rebecca, about about the world? What's the first thing you're going to do when it's back to normal? I guess I miss my friends, uh, uh, FaceTime and Zoom. Or, or, I mean, we're we're lucky to be able to take advantage of that. At but, least we have that shit, I mean, yeah. Uh, I miss <clears throat> giving people a hug. and I, I miss going to my favorite bagel place and, uh, and just sit there and sometimes people watching. And, uh, I don't know, just uh, nature, I guess, also, because... Um, for, well, for a while when we were in San Diego, we, like, I didn't even go outside at all because, uh, I, I, uh, I figured I was probably carrying COVID, uh, if, if in fact it was COVID that Eris had. Yeah. So I was just, uh, you know, doing yoga and catching up on everything else, some creative projects and, uh, uh, film festival movies and, uh, oh my God, there's so much other good television that we cut up on as well but uh, that's what i want to do i want to catch up on some shows and uh i want to ask so you were san diego you were in california right you just went back and forth yeah we we went down to san diego to quarantine before we moved out of our place um Aris's parents i guess my my west coast family my parents um they have a place in san diego so we stayed down there and um, gotcha i guess yeah uh, yeah, we were really lucky to be quarantined down there because there was a lot of delivery services with uh, fresh fruit. There's a lot of fresh fruit that comes right from San Diego that they don't oh. deliver to L.A. I was uh, able to squeeze us fresh oh, okay every day and just, uh, I don't know, I was definitely doing everything I can just to make sure that um, we were healthy. Gotcha. Um, but it was, it was really scary. There were a few days where it was, uh, it was really not good. <laughs> So, so what has been some of your favorite like media that you've caught up on during this uh, quarantine? Ooh. Oh, Carnival Row is amazing. I like we were so sad when it ended. We felt like we had lost the child. <laughs> what is that on? It's on Amazon. Oh, okay. Carnival Row. Yeah. It's Cara Devigny. I hope I'm saying that right. And Orlando Bloom. Okay. Oh. Uh, it's it's amazing. Actually, it kind of rings a bit of truth to what's going on in society right now. It's kind of crazy. Why? Like what? What Actually, is it? We were watching Tom Papa last night, and <sighs> like Tom oh, Papa. fuck, it was from quite a few years ago. He's and awesome. What he's saying, it like it seems like he predicted the future. Really? Uh, there are a couple a couple things he was talking about that are happening right now. Oh. Like specifically, I guess the post office maybe going under. Yeah, what is that? What is that? They, they, Trump wants to uh, privatize it. What, what is? It? I don't even know what's going yeah. on with the post office. I, I, that's not good. I mean, it's in the Constitution that we should have a post office. Isn't it supposed to be for us? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm allergic to stupidity. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's just- I feel like he's gonna win another term. I don't want yeah. him to, but I just feel like there's so many dummies. 
who are just going like, to contribute to whatever. He's, he's saving us yeah. right now. Like, yeah, I don't uh, know. I don't know. Oh, he gave us all $1,200. That $1,200. Yeah, gets a vote. Yeah, it really you know, I was is. watching this thing about farmers the other night, and I guess a lot of uh, small farms are going under because they aren't receiving the same benefits as, like, lar- large corporations, which are oh, getting shit. bailed out, uh, you know, hand over fist. Yeah. Uh, and then the little people are just all going under. Which is crazy more and more because, like, we were reading a story oh. earlier that, like, Gold Gyms is, like, yeah. complaining. And they're like, oh, we're going to go bankrupt. But, like, you're a giant corporation. Like, there's no reason. You like, should it's be only able been to, to store your weights <laughs> yeah, at for yeah. a month, Gold like, Gym. Like, <laughs> they're I... just, like, whining. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this pandemic is ruining us. I feel right. that, like what you just said, I feel like that's what happened uh, in the 80s with uh, uh, Reagan, with the, the trucking companies. All the little trucking companies went out of business and, yeah. and it, it went to all the big, yeah. big corporations. So, that yeah, sucks. that's that's what happens. That's what happens when you got those guys in there. Yeah. And then our healthcare system shouldn't be for profit also because there's yes. a lot of small, like, rural hospitals that aren't going to get bailed out and they're losing money because um anyways yeah. long story but yeah uh, and it is national nurse day by the way i guess let's thank our, our nurses again i saw that oh, awesome thank you nurses thank you nurses my, fr- my friend is a is an rn actually back east and i worry about her every day yeah that's gotta her, be my, she yeah her unit's the covid unit wow 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 fuck Shit. How's she doing? Is yeah. she all right through this? Oh my god, she's such a beast. Uh she's she's a trooper for sure. Yeah. Uh she's god doing okay. Her. Yeah. I'd be I'd be so freaked out. Um, like I said, I'm I think freaked she out. Might might have quit if she had just bought a house uh, a bigger house for her kids and her husband, but Yeah. But, yeah I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My uh, my mother. Okay, she moving on to happy news. Oh, I was just gonna keep bringing happy it down, news. but just keep going. Yeah, yeah, no, because I was gonna say my my mother. She um, she's not a nurse, but she's a cook in a nursing home, and so she's still you know oh, out there. That's so sweet. Uh, out there every day to uh, you know going to the nursing home, and I I worry about her yeah. a little bit because it's they're it's scary. they're rough yeah. too. The nursing homes have a yeah. lot of uh, cases. I think. Uh, I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She told me that there were a few people that um. In the nursing home where, like, they don't know if they had it or not. Like, they definitely, like, went to a doctor, came back, and nobody told them that they have it, but they were quarantined, like, inside of the nursing home. So it's possible that she might have had some cases in there. Yeah. I think the first tests actually weren't very accurate. But, like, 30% of the time, yeah. uh, people were testing negative. They were actually positive. Trump said we have the best tests. Rebecca. Yeah, so Trump he said, said we only have the most cases because we have the yeah. best tests. We're, we're the worst <laughs> at fighting COVID nineteen, but not really. It just all those other, way. all yeah. the other countries, like yeah, I'm Canada. COVID eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> what about twenty COVID twenty twenty one? I don't want even to know what that. That COVID's gonna be. That's the dolphin COVID. Oh, ghost dolphin. <laughs> ghost dolphin causes twenty twenty one. Ghost dolphin is like the ghost bat did it. It's yeah, my turn. It's my turn for a COVID, <laughs> and here I am, and here I am. I literally just pictured you as a dolphin. That was pretty good. Dolphin <laughs> Robin Slim. That's dolphin a- Robin. 
Uh, Rebecca. That's, that's what Dolphin COVID does. It just turns you into a dolphin. Turns us on to dolphins, yeah. and we can't go back. We can never go back once yeah. that happens. Imagine Dolphin Trump. Dolphin Trump would oh be bad. <laughs> no, dolphins are too nice. Right. Dolphins, dolphins like people. Oh, he'd be like a, a shark, a sharknado. <laughs> That's <laughs> Trumpnado. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that, that's probably coming. <laughs> Trumpnado. That's his new campaign. <laughs> Get a Trumpnado hat if you survive the COVID. The COVID hat. Oh man. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't know how this all happened. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where we went. I don't know how we got here. I don't know. But we're here, and we're gonna. We we end. Like, we're ending this interview. We're gonna yeah. sit in this. We're gonna sit yeah. in this bath of of Trumpnado. We're, yeah, we're we're ending this interview on Trumpnado. <laughs> <laughs> Where can everybody find you, Rebecca? Hopefully, not in the eye of the Trumpnado, huh? For sure, for sure. Uh, you can find me. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Rebecca Vinagro. Uh, Sour wine, Rebecca Sour Wine, V I N A G R O. And uh, also, I actually just joined uh, Clip Kick. What's that? Um, so you can find me there too. I have uh, some like some lineups on on Clip Kick. Some are dancing, some are singing. Uh, some are my dog actually. <laughs> clip quick, clip quick, clip click, click click. Like C C L I P kick. Like ha ha ya. Is that like tick TikTok? Um, it's, it's not, it's, it's kind of, you can kind of set up, um, like episodes basically. I, I just joined it yesterday, but it's pretty interesting. <sighs> okay. So I started, uh, add, adding a little material that I have, uh, built up on there. Cool. We'll have to get on there. We'll have to get yeah, on there. It's kind of fun. We can't be the last ones yeah, on there. Up. We'll get on there. Yeah, shake you, it got, up. you guys gotta be on there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rebecca, thank you so much. All right, guys. We'll get well, that. Uh, we'll talk to you later. I'll get you uh, a picture. I, I need to get you some specs for that cyborg, cyborg arm. We're, we're going to get that for you. Okay, yeah, let, let's get it done here as soon as possible. Let's do it. We'll, we'll, we'll get Drew on the phone. We'll, take care, Rebecca. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you, too. Bye. Stay safe. We'll be back in a few with Jimmy Ward. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs. For a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshiping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt? 
My friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. Robin Slim Show. Hey, it's Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward, how are you, my friend? Good. How are you doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. You are a Manahawkin native, correct? I am. I am. Born and raised. And now you're in Hollywood. How? Uh, what, what do you miss? What do you miss about Dirty Jersey? The dirty most? Jersey. <laughs> New Jersey. You know, I miss the fast pace of New Jersey and the, um, you know, the people over there just have uh, have a different speed to life, I would say. And, um, you know, I, I do miss the quickness of the East Coast. You know, I absolutely love the West Coast and California in general, but uh, New Jersey itself is definitely uh, a much faster place, I would yeah. say. <laughs> I feel like you've got an advantage going anywhere, being from from Jersey or New York. Yeah. You got you got that instinct. You, you you're gonna. I would them. agree. Yeah, I feel like people from New Jersey, especially, just have like you know the way we talk, the way we walk, and uh, even drive. You know, it's just everything's go 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 go, and and very go getter attitude. And yeah, um, you know, just, we, we all live in such a small little state, but yet everyone is just going everywhere and uh the pace of yeah just the pace compared to the west coast is much different really <laughs> yeah, wow see i figured it was about the same out there i didn't i didn't realize like that that it was more laid back out there yeah you know it yeah i the east coast in general i feel like you know it's it just i don't know what it is you know i would think it's even more the tri-state in general but um now i've been out here for almost five years now which is crazy to even think that, it's been that long. Wow. And uh, I would definitely, yeah, I would definitely say uh, New Jersey just has a uh, a bit faster a hustle. pace when it comes to people. Wow, <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, I just want to say thank you, Jimmy. Uh, we connected. We, me and Slim are, are some essential workers out here, mm-hmm. and you were amazing and donated uh, uh, pizzas to, to, to the essential companies out here. And we, we work for two yeah. of those companies, and thank you, dude. That was so cool. Yeah, I appreciate you guys being out there. You know, I know it's not uh, not easy being out there in the conditions that we're all living under. Yeah. And uh, I think sometimes people take for granted the people that are making sure everyone else is getting what they need, you know? I, I, and, uh, yeah. and I think it's important to, like, actually recognize people who are essential workers and that, you know, even under a national stay-at-home order are still going outside and, you know, dealing with and it's now like an insane amount of people you know and um so you know and i yeah i appreciate you guys being out there thank you awesome. dude I, I definitely i definitely love that and uh are you, are you a filmmaker jimmy yeah i am i am i uh and that's that's why i took the move out to california to uh pursue that yeah. <laughs> i saw that i saw um word productions i did watch your short film uh, choice encounter that was really cool really and that's based on a true story 
No Go problem. Again? That's based on a true story, right? Yeah, so I did that last year. It actually premiered almost about a year ago now. Um, late May, it, uh, it premiered out in San Francisco, and uh, it was a short film that was based off of New Jersey and uh, an individual in, in my hometown, in Matahawken, um, Lauren Rainey, who was a teacher of mine in high school. And, uh, yeah, we, uh, we shot that completely in New Jersey, even though I was based in San Francisco at the time, it was important for me to, to do that in New Jersey and especially like in the area that it took place. Um, you know, when I, I think when you're telling a true story, it's, it adds a lot of value if you, uh, if you make it take place where it actually took place, you know? Yes. Yes. And uh, she was, uh, she was a teacher and, uh, did she have cancer? Yeah, she was a teacher at Southern Regional, and um, she yeah she ended up she ended up sadly passing away to stage four cancer. Um, but prior to that, she had you know was just like a huge inspiration to so many people in the town, and was constantly constantly um, doing a lot of community events. And and I, I did a lot of um, I would start up a lot of events in in the local area as well. And she was always you know a sidekick and uh, a mentor. Um, t- basically with every single, you know, thing that I did, whether it was like a haunted house for Halloween for charity or anything like that. She was always there. Wow. I didn't even know you knew her personally. That is, that's even, even cooler that you did that for her. In, yeah, in her no, it was cool. And uh, her family, they're, they're all amazing. So, you know, it was, it was nice to be able to bring that story to life um, and let others, you know, actually see it. That is cool. That is cool. And uh, what what was it? There was a guy. He was kind of like a con artist, almost. Like, uh, how, how did? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a little crazy to believe. Yeah, he was he was a con artist who uh, who pretty much just ripped off um, people that were just you know in dark moments in their lives, whether it was the actual person going through treatment or the family that was having to deal with everything, he would just prey on these people. And almost, I think in a span of like almost 20 years, he uh, was never really confronted that we know of and managed to just roam hospitals in the uh, like Jersey, Philadelphia area and actually like took, you know, would make up these stories and and took money from everyone. Um, And uh, so yeah, anyone who watches it went up finding out what happens in the end but uh yeah it uh it was crazy it was a crazy story it was almost like i remember when i heard it it was almost like so insane to believe yes you know people should be that awful (laughs) absolutely absolutely but yeah but it did it came came for full circle and i I didn't expect it when i first started seeing it i was like wow (laughs) this is really cool that's good that's good I'm happy you're able to watch it. Yes, th- thank you, thank you for for putting that out there. Um, and I want to ask you too, Jimmy. You, you work on the Ellen Show, correct? I do. Yeah. Um, ever since I was probably, I think, in like eighth, beginning of eighth grade, I was a huge Ellen fan, and uh, always, you know, a, a lot of what I would do in life and and how I looked at life was, to be honest, like kind of trace off of what Ellen would do um you know always trying to be a positive person to everyone around them and and recognizing people that a lot of times go um, are doing putting in all the work or being friendly faces to everyone but you know aren't getting the recognition they deserve and bring those people into the spotlight 
And I just, I fell in love with that sort of mindset and the thought of working um, for her show, you know, years later, it like blows my mind. Dude, (laughs) yeah, so you really just landed like the dream job. Like just from hearing it, it sounds like the dream job, but just you saying it that way, it's just even better, even better, (laughs) dude. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it was was insane. And um, every day I wake up and it's, you know, it, I have to like pinch myself that I actually get to work there just because it's so awesome. <laughs> yes. And I was going to say too, you're still working, right? She's still doing the show, correct? Yeah. So we are still working. We, uh, we shoot the show from her house and everyone works virtual. Um, okay. So everyone, you know, is far apart from each other and we all just work from home. Um, like, you know, at most other jobs, that, except like people that are out on the front lines working out in, in the, Outside, we're just like everyone else working from home. And you're still doing a service. I feel though, like people need that. People need mm-hmm. that. Just something, something in their lives, just to, to yeah, escape you know, it, or whatever. The show's only an hour, but it's, it's an hour of entertainment. You know, there's yes. just nothing really to do. And <laughs> yes. nowadays, you know, it's quarantine. And uh, it, you know, when you, some people, you know, watch, are true fans and watch it every single day. And suddenly quarantine happens and if you know shows and a lot of shows when this first went down you know the first lockdown a lot of shows were off there for like a week or two or, and it was just a lot of reruns and then you know jimmy fallon and in the view the talk all the other shows started to come back same with ellen and it just brings a little bit of normalcy back yes. you know to a, a strange time because without I, it you know it just feels off yeah like i've got a little colbert here and there and yeah it's a little different <laughs> but it's still it's still colbert and he's still doing I, it yeah i think i watched one of jimmy fallon's which i loved of him just doing it in his house with his kids with his daughter right yeah i've seen some of jimmy's too yeah it's it's uh it's cool seeing everyone just transition into a home environment and uh yeah it's not the same as like the studio and everything but it's still just as you know it's everyone else is in their homes and it's and it's kind of funny to watch yeah, yeah. like jimmy Fallon <laughs> and he's like interviewing his dog and <laughs> and uh they're just, you know, they're just chilling at home just like everyone else. Yeah. And uh, it's cool to see, like, that other side of, the, you know, all these people that we normally watch on stage all the time to suddenly just be filming from, like, an iPhone or webcam. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it, it's kind of, it just makes a, it's just like this brief time in history that will, this will hopefully be the only time this happens that we get <laughs> to see all these people in a different atmosphere. They're all doing, yeah. they're and all it, doing it, podcasts. It, it just, it makes them so much more relatable but, too, yes. right? Like, yeah, is, yeah no, it really cool. does. It, it's just, it's strange to see just not, a, you know, they're not really completely made up and makeup or dressed, you know, and the lighting isn't the greatest in a lot of these shows now when they're from home. So it's like, yeah, it's just interesting to see them just sitting like yeah. on their couch or like Jimmy. Yeah, I saw him with his dog like on his front porch and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so cool, you know? Like, yeah. it's just something different. Yeah, exactly. I watch um. Uh, and I, I saw up to almost the last one, but I saw the um, the Walking Dead, and that's how they were doing the Talking Dead. Chris Hansen, uh, I think his name is, was doing it, yeah, out of his home, yeah. and and they were all on Skype, pretty much, like just talking. Yeah, it's, I even know the Kids Choice. I think the Kids Choice Awards just happened the other weekend, but I think the whole award show for Nickelodeon took place on from everyone's homes. Wow. I didn't even get awesome. to watch <laughs> unless unless it's this coming weekend. But I thought it was last weekend, but that was. That's crazy to think about. Yeah, totally, totally. Do you do you? Like do you have, how, like, 
I'm, I'm sorry, Jimmy. Do you have any projects that were on are on hold because of the because of the crisis? Um, I was I do a lot. So like, besides, you know, work like Ellen is like my job. But then I also still like to do a lot of side projects and um, and short films and stuff for film festivals. So I I now it's everything's kind of on hiatus and. You know, I was hoping to shoot something over the summertime when there's some time. But to be honest, I, I don't really know when the next thing will take place. Now, um, yeah, just even just trying to rent film equipment, you know, it's like, I can't even really do that. And, uh, and you know, yeah. a set, they have so many people involved. And so it, and everything is sort of, I think, when we do go back, going to have to change is even just like the crafty table on set, you know, where there's food, where everyone just kind of like puts their hands in and socializes and eats and and go grabs and goes like, yeah. you know, like how will that be able to happen? And just like, you know, a set may have 200 people throughout the day that, you know, are all scattered throughout um, the set on like a really big production. So it's like, how do you transition that into like a post, corona life yeah i don't know i don't even know if like when they say it's okay if i'm gonna trust it like i still might i still might wear the mask and and whatever i i don't know yeah (laughs) yeah it's weird i mean even when you go in the movie theater i was like if someone behind me coughs like normally i would still sit there and i would just maybe be a little grossed out but like now will i get up and move i don't know know, well i'd be like excuse me sir did you cover that so even like yeah Jimmy, I don't know if yeah. you're you're keeping up with New Jersey news or anything, but like Phil Murphy uh, just opened up like golf courses and parks, and, parks. and like I'm reading stories of like just crowds of people without masks going to these parks, and I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like we're just gonna like peek it again, like stop. Yeah, I I know I've been trying. Yeah, because all my family and a lot of my friends are still in New Jersey, so I've been trying to follow every day. I kind of wake up and I just Google Corona. Just to get to, I do too. To get, like, global percent, and then I'll Google Corona New Jersey or like Corona Murphy, and then uh, Corona California. Just to like kind of see what's happening. Um, but yeah, California. They opened up the uh, like Orange County, the county just south of LA. Opened up a couple beaches last weekend or the weekend prior, yeah. and it got flooded. And then immediately the governor shut it all down again. So I, yeah, I saw um, people trying to sue yeah. the governor out there, like because it's unconstitutional that he's shutting them down. But I'm like, it's it's not in the normal constitution, uh, you know, a <laughs> pandemic. So people are doing stuff they need to do. Like, yeah, just just go along with it. <laughs> and we all just have to get through it together, you know. Otherwise, it's just gonna keep lingering and lingering and lingering. Yes. yes. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm just, I am just waiting for the day it finally ends. And obviously, I, I, I can't even imagine what life will be like. It's like, it's just weird knowing that I could eventually just like walk into a restaurant again and not worry yeah. about like someone being too close to me. So I, just, I kind of just want to see somebody's face. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I, I, oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. I kind of just want to see in public somebody's face again. Like, uh, maybe see somebody smile. It might be nice. It might be nice <laughs> to see. I know. It'll, it'll be strange. It'll be nice when it finally happens. Yeah. What is the first thing you're going to do, Jimmy, when it goes back to normal? What do you miss the most? Honestly... Maybe, honestly, just go and, like I said, go into the beach. Like, when the beaches did open, I, I, as much as I wanted to go, 
Um, I, I did not go. So yeah. just being able to go, because where I live, well, which is nice, there's been absolutely no traffic in L.A. since this happened. That's the only positive thing. <laughs> That's a decent thing. Happened. <laughs> um, I live in Hollywood, and to get from Hollywood to the beach, you know, on, in a good time would be like 45 minutes, and that and that's like good time. And now I was able to get down to just the beginning of Malibu in like 22 minutes during like what would normally be rush hour, and uh, and I would just like park my car on a side street and just kind of walk, you know, yeah. randomly through some streets with just some sort of view of of water <laughs> in the distance. But uh, yeah, now you can get around LA like. Um, it's, I feel like I live in like a normal city and not LA for once. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We have a lot of friends that are calling when they go out, they feel like they're on supply runs is what they call them. Like, a, <laughs> like in a zombie, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going on a <laughs> <Yeah>. supply run. <laughs> it's like empty. Yeah, and... I know. It's like when you leave your house, you have to like be mindful of like trying to check off everything you possibly can when you're on that run. Yeah. To pick mm-hmm. everything, all your supplies up. I, I, what's been the hardest to find out there, Jimmy? Here it's toilet paper, any paper products. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's right Right before this all happened, I just managed, I was on Amazon, and uh, I just bought, I happened to buy a box of 30 rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> prior to, right before this happened, just because it was on sale and it was a good deal, and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to buy this box. And then, That's I amazing like, impulse a week and a half later, the whole world shut down, and, and I... I honestly think that is the best purchase I've ever done in my oh. life because I have still have an insane amount of rolls. Yeah. And I haven't even gone out. I haven't even walked down the toilet paper aisle once since this happened. Yeah. And I never buy in bulk, and this is the first time. And it was honestly the best decision I've made. Oh, good, good choice on that, Jimmy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one of my one of my favorite uh, tweets I saw was my buddy. Uh, posted uh, a video that he the store he was in they had no Doctor Shoals insoles like oh my. why were people <laughs> that's a ra- yeah that's a random no. that's a random item yeah. to not have yeah. why was why was everybody hoarding those I don't I don't know I don't know it seemed weirder like uh, again Rob and I are in retail so it just seemed weirder and weirder as this thing going on like first it was toilet paper then it was like canned soup then it was like puzzles spaghetti like, puzzles so, yeah, uh, i think puzzles weights <laughs> like, yes. like we are all out of weights so like uh, yes. okay. <laughs> definitely yeah that's, it's strange yeah no it's strange to see what people like need in, in a time of crisis <laughs> <laughs> I, I i i gotta be honest all i went out and bought was alcohol yeah the first thing they said when everything was closing i'm like i gotta get i gotta get alcohol yeah, I, when I was in New Jersey, because I, I was in New Jersey um, right kind of before this. Oh. Like, I think some states were shutting down. But I did, when I was in Manahawka, and I, I had curbside pickup at the liquor store, which I thought was strange, but also somewhat really convenient. That's awesome. I was going to ask, do you, do you visit a lot? Uh, I you know, So I just graduated from um, San Francisco State last May, so it's almost been a year. And... Um, when I was in college, I would visit I, most, basically like twice a year, sometimes three. It was most just in the winter, um, and then right after school got out, kind of like summertime, but not for too long. I would I would fly back and work. But so I try to get at least, you know, now I'll try to get back. Yeah, at least like two or three times. 
Um, but I, I do love going back, like just, just being back in New Jersey. So I don't know. It's, it's such a pretty state and, uh, California is unbelievably pretty too, but something about being in Jersey, I I just really like, so I do try to get back often. What do you miss the most? I guess, I mean, definitely my family a hundred percent. And, uh, cause I, you know, I, I don't get to see them too often, um, being out here. And, you know, flying to California is also really expensive. But when I did fly back last time, I flew back for $18 um, prior to right as Corona was happening because no one was flying. So yeah. it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big on that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, $18 is an, uh, an insane to literally fly across the country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. That is That is a deal and a half. <laughs> yeah, and there are only six people on the airplane. That's, um, yeah. <laughs> so it, uh, it was nice. But, yeah, you know, just seeing family over there. And I actually had my uh, my almost 90-year-old grandma fly out to Los Angeles um, like two months ago, right before Corona hit. And uh, she hadn't been out here since, like, probably the 1970s. So it uh, it was nice having her out here. And my dad came along. That's um, awesome. Too. And uh, she got, they got to go to the Ellen show, which was cool. That is so that's cool. Amazing. That is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Um, I, I did want to say, too, uh, Jimmy, I saw you worked on Top Chef and the documentary yeah. uh, Babies, correct? That sounds amazing. Yeah. So um, I did. So when I'm, I graduated in May from San Francisco and then the day after at 6 30 in the morning I moved to LA it was like I had done a lot of I had worked on a lot of things in San Francisco which um built up so I could somehow have you know a, a bit of connections in LA when I moved so then the next morning I moved and uh worked I worked for Fox television on a game show um with Meredith Vieira and then from there went to Top Chef and then dipped in October that just passed, I dipped from Top Chef with like two weeks left of the season to go to Ellen. Um, so it's uh, it's been a fun time, and Top Chef is it was an unbelievably amazing crew. Like everyone was super nice. And unfortunately, we didn't get to eat any of the food just because of liability reasons. But it was um, it was a really fun show to work on. And uh, same with Netflix. I think Babies was my fourth Netflix. Um, production that I had worked on. So wow. they're, I'm actually laying against a Netflix pillow right now. So they're <laughs> <laughs> in my apartment. So they, they uh, it's a, that's a, you know, that's a cool platform to work for. That is so cool. Dude, you, you, you're doing it right, man. Yeah. Right out <laughs> <Trying>. of college. <laughs> I was telling Rob too, it's, it's so cool. Like we were excited to talk to you and I'm like, man, it's so cool. This guy's like local. Like he's from the area that like, like I grew up in, um, you know, Little Lake Harbor, like that's where nice. we are right now. We're in, you know, we're in Tucker. And, yeah. you know, I had a, my father at, um, uh, when my mother and father divorced, they, my father moved to, uh, Manahawk. And so I, I have a lot of memories of Manahawk. And it's just really cool to be like, oh, we're talking to somebody who, like, is successful in LA who grew up here. Like, and we're not <laughs> successful, Jimmy. <so. laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, the, but no, that is awesome. Actually, um, a lot, I, started a lot of stuff in Tucker and at the seaport the sea- Tucker oh, wow. seaport is like um i my cha- a lot of chance encounter is actually filmed at the Tucker and seaport wow so we are we're, we're recording right now we are um right in Tucker we're right across from the uh Tucker and uh, post office 
right where the intersection yeah. is there like that's yes. that's where we when, are when i watched that it really felt it really felt like i was seeing you know a lot of a lot of locations around here yeah i i really you know i i love the east coast i love the colors of the season and mm-hmm. i like our environment in south jersey specifically and really tried to attempt to bring that to life you know we we shot that in two days and i had um, a complete I, I wanted to make sure it was like complete new jersey crew um new jersey cast and i had two um california um friends come out and work on it as well and um and so it was, you know it was a neat west coast slash east coast east coast um film crew to try you know to really push the look of our area that's awesome screen. were you in it as an actor jimmy or no no, no. I, I was trying to be I, like. I should have made a little appearance. A cameo. I, I like to say behind the camera. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> but there were there were a lot of local people that I mean everyone um, in there was from the area and uh, you know Philadelphia I think was like the furthest that we had gotten for cast but everyone was pretty much Manahawkin LBI native. Nice, nice. Jimmy, we have to wrap this up, dude. But thank you so much. It's been it's been a blast. It's been a blast talking to you. Yeah, thank you for having me, guys. You guys are super cool. I appreciate it. And uh, I hope you guys stay healthy out there. You too, my friend. Where can everybody find you? Uh, you can. I'm I'm pretty active on my Instagram, um, Jimmy Ward ninety nine. I, I usually post a lot of um, stories of what I'm working on and stuff like that, behind the scenes stuff. So. You're on Instagram or Ward Production, or actually, JimmyWardFilm.com um, is the website. So yeah, those two um, are my most active sites. And uh, Jimmy, next time you you visit New Jersey, hit us up, man. Yeah. Like we would love to have yeah, you uh, live. You. And or let me know if you ever in a if you ever come out to LA. I can try to show you behind the scenes of stuff. That would be <laughs> cool. cool. That would be cool too. Uh, Slim, get a. Get your credit cards down. <laughs> right. We're going to LA. <laughs> cool. Well, I appreciate it again, guys. And uh, I hope you guys stay safe and healthy out there. And I appreciate you guys working on the front line. Thank you. You too, man. Have a good one. Stay safe. You too. Uh, have a good night, guys. Thank you, you too, Jimmy. Cool. I don't know. Somebody slimed us out here? <laughs> what, uh, Dude, Slambo, you have anything for us? How do you get what turned happened? that way? Yeah, I don't know. I just what did you there. do there? I don't know what I did to him. I think I just keep moving him. There was a point where you were playing Easy Street, and I like took the transition well, screen I'm and moved it. Keeps on That's what it is. I think I was dancing with him at one point. Yeah, gargle! I want to hear you gargle, baby. Just Why do he it? always got to do this to our show? I don't know. I'm gonna put oh, sour God. cream all over your bunghole, Shut up! Baby. That, that yeah, yeah. Swambo, that has nothing to do with anything that we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to know you agree. All right, oh guys. yeah, yeah. See you guys Later. Next week. We'll be back. Fuck this! It's done. Yeah, because I said it's done. I'm the one who said it was done. I said Go it was on, done you little hysterical. You just repeat everything I say, you little fucking mockingbird. Oh, okay. I'll say something you haven't said. I hope you die, bitch. Yeah. You're already dead. You're already fucking dead. No, I'm not. You're just saying that I'm the one who's alive because I'm standing here. You're dead because you're walking away. Fuck you. You're dead, I'll see you in fucking hell someday. Keep walking, sassy pants. This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. 
Wash your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears, bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us, sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www. Wash your face. 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 www. W